Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! The Tigers unveiling the grays for the first time this year. Gray tops and bottoms. Gold numbers trimmed in black with a black helmet. Victory Tiger on the one side. Their number jersey number on the other. Lincoln in road white jerseys. Uh, blue pants with blue numerals. They've got a black helmet with that Cincinnati Bengals design in dark blue, which you really can't see. Opening kickoff presented by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and barks. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises. Ransom Hayes, Great Ben Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. And we are ready to go. Fort Hayes State and Lincoln from Lewis Field. A big homecoming crowd filing in. Still folks making their way in from tailgating. Should be a fun atmosphere, and we are underway. Parker Janke's kick is high and deep. He's got the wind at his back, and it rolls out of the back of the end zone. And the Blue Tigers will start at their own 25-yard line here on the first possession of the football game. Good crowd here in yeah. the stadium, and there's a ton of people still out <laughs> in the parking still lot. Still a good crowd at tailgating, uh, slowly making their way in, hopefully. But, yeah, good crowd here tonight. Always good to see. A lot of fun homecoming activities. Oktoberfest yesterday and today. Certainly hope you've had fun this weekend. He's high homecoming as well. There's been a lot going on, and uh, it's all going to wrap up here tonight with the Tigers and Lincoln. Blue Tiger football. It'll be Xavier Vaughn as the quarterback. Play action. He wants to throw. He goes into that win, looking deep downfield, and it's going to be intercepted. The pass is picked off. It's grabbed out of there by Jackson Calzo. He'll bring it up the Lincoln sideline and run out of bounds at the 30. The Blue Tigers tried to go deep into the wind, and that ball held up, and Jackson Calzo, the Salina Central Mustang, making his first career start, has his first career interception. That ball hung up in the air, and had there not been as much wind, I think there probably would have been a pass interference because there was some contact down the field, but the ball got batted down by the wind, and it was so other under-throwing that the contact had nothing to do with the actual interception. Calza was basically fielding a punt. Fort A. State will start at the Lincoln 31-yard line. So an interception of the first play of the game. And here comes Fort A. State with Jack Dawson, a quarterback. And he's going to switch it out to Trevor Watts, who makes two men miss. Now angles up along the numbers. He's inside the 15 and down to the 13-yard line. He'll pick up an 18-yard completion. Brian Coley on that stop. And we saw Shane Watts, Trevor's brother, get the start at running back tonight as the Tigers' first offensive play moves him inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply, Plainville and Colby. They're your local New Holland dealer. And they have gone final as Fort A. State will stretch it near side and they pass it here on the flat and the ball is caught by Watts and he gets down to about the 11-yard line. So it'll be a short gain of three. Jordan bats on the stop for Missouri or for um, the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Well, this is the difference between playing Lincoln and then playing the other teams in the MIAA. Both of those plays had the opportunity to be 
zero to two yards gained, and instead they're much big, bigger because of the opponent you're playing. Three-yard gain, second down and seven. There's a quick pass. It's Ryan Allen inside the five, breaks a tackle to the three, then gets hit hard and taken down inside the two-yard line. Elijah Juarez, one of the linebackers from Long Beach, California. He's an Arizona State transfer, and he's got the body to prove it. A big time hit at the two-yard line, but it'll be a first and goal for Fort A. State inside the two-yard line, trying to score after the Jackson Calzo interception. His very first as a Tiger in his first career start. Two receivers far right, tight end here to the near side. In fact, it's a double tight end set, and the handoff goes to Watts, and Sam Watts barrels his way into the end zone and has a Fort A. State touchdown. Just their second rushing touchdown of the year and the first in the career for Shane Watts, and it's 6-0 Tigers two minutes in here at Lewis Field. Picture-perfect start when you're trying to dominate a team that shouldn't be in the ball game with you, and so Fort A. State gets the pick and takes advantage of it. We talked in the pregame show how we're hoping hoping that Fort A State can establish the run, figure out some things to do. Will you work on what doesn't work well for you later in the game? Get the lead, do what you do well, and then start working on those things. Extra point attempt from Carson Arndt is good. 13 minutes to go here in quarter number one. Fort A State turns an interception into a touchdown. They lead at 7-0. We have a timeout. 13 minutes to go here in the first quarter. 7-0 Tigers on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. First quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, and a reminder to drink responsibly. 7-0 Tigers. Jackson Calzo, the redshirt freshman out of Salina Central with an interception of the first offensive play of the game for Lincoln. And then Shane Watts getting the start at running back, his one-yard touchdown run, giving the Tigers a 7-0 lead. Four plays, 31 yards, a minute 48, and a perfect start for four-day state. Yeah, it really was, and especially going up and getting the interception. You see, sometimes it seems like bad things happen to four-day state, bad bounces, <laughs> weird tips. Not tonight, not on the first two drives. Well, a good crowd here tonight. The east side filling up as folks still file in. Another deep kick from Parker Janke out of the back of the end zone. And Lincoln, who threw an interception on their only offensive play of the game so far, will start again at their own 25-yard line. Two minutes gone here in quarter number one. Well, it certainly seems like they chose early on earlier today, two days ago, whatever the case is, hey, we're running this play on the first play of the game and didn't take into effect a 25-mile-per-hour wind, and it was into triple coverage. Yeah. So the Blue Tigers, who have Patrick Atkins at center out of Miami, a sophomore. We've got a Californian, two Floridians, a Tennessean, and a Missouri product of their offensive line. They're going to, quarterback's going to keep it Vaughn, fake the handoff, and then tried to run left side and Gets back, back loses about a half a yard as Fort A State sniffed that one out all the way. Parrish Terry, I think, may have been in there to make that stop for the Tigers. Gain of a loss of about a half a yard. We'll call it second down and still say 10. Well, and he could have thrown. There was two slants that were coming on the near side. He didn't have the confidence to throw it after throwing that interception on the first play of the game. Second down and a long 10 for the Blue Tigers. Now they try to run it up the middle and Boy, there's just nothing there. It's a big offensive line, but Fort A. State getting great penetration, not being fooled at all by anything, and they'll get about a half of a yard. We'll call it third down and nine now at the Fort A. State 26-yard line. When you're trying to run into what has been for Fort A. State probably their best defensive part is their defensive line. 
Lincoln one for 14 on third down a week ago. They pass it near side. It's caught by Jamari Watson, and he's taken down immediately by Caleb Pillow making his first start tonight. That's going to be a pass completion of only a yard to the 27, and Lincoln's going to be three and out on their second possession of the game. Good coverage there by Fort A. State. So Pillow, Caleb Pillow out of Lubbock Christian. He's a Coronado Mustang getting the start. Along with Jackson Calzone immediately make an impact here early in this game. And now they're punting into the wind. Yeah, back from inside the 15-yard line is their punter, Clayton Winkler, out of California, Missouri. And the Tigers almost get to it. The punt wobbles. Fort A. State will let it bounce. It'll roll inside the 40 and down to the 37 yard line that is where the ball will be downed so that'll be a 36 yard punt with no return and Fort A State will have it for the second time this time they'll have to start in their own territory their own 38 yard line they're already up seven nothing on the Lincoln Blue Tigers here early on in this game. Everything except for the touchdown play was a pass for yep. Fort Hay State on their opening drive. You'd expect maybe now to see the ball get into the hands of Shane Watts a little bit early on now that you've got Lincoln backed up and on their heels on the passing game. Watts getting the start for Dixon at running back. He's in there right now, and he's going to get the nope. It's going to be a keeper by Dawson. Breaks a tackle, and he's taken down from behind. No, he stays on his feet. Finally goes down to the 42-yard line is where they're going to give him progress. C.J. Douglas had him, and then Dawson broke from his grasp, and then Douglas got him a second time, but that'll be a run of four yards on that read option by Jack Dawson. That's a really good pull by Dawson to be able to take that and go forward. It's not a good job blocking because there were two people in the backfield at the point of the handoff. Tigers on the right hash, wearing all gray tonight. The tops and the bottoms for the first time. Tight end Cale Cormany in motion. Dawson throws his way. He's wide open at the 45 in the Lincoln territory at the 40 and then gets his ankles taken out at the 38-yard line. Brought down by Adrian Hopper. And that was a nice open field tackle, but not before a gain all the way down to the Lincoln 39-yard line. That's a 19-yard pass completion from Dawson to the tight end, K.O. Corbett. That's the discipline that Lincoln doesn't have defensively. They had two guys in the area to make the play. Both go after the quarterback. Instead of playing your portion of the 11th of the defense, one going quarterback, one taking care of the tight end. Pistol this time for Dawson. He hands it off to Noe Play Axis. He's going to throw downfield. Caught by Horace. Touchdown! Fort Hayes State! They fake the handoff, and Jaden Horace got by the cornerback. And he catches that in stride at the 10 and takes it in for a touchdown. A 39-yard touchdown pass from Dawson to Jaden Horace. They have now hooked up for four touchdowns this year, and it's 13-0 Tigers, 9.58 to go in the first quarter. Good play action, but then also good job by Dawson to realize there's no pressure. Take your time, step up in the pocket, let your primary target get off of his initial break, and well done throwing with the wind. That's an easy ball to overthrow with a 25-mile-an-hour wind at your back. Extra point is good, and we're having another timeout. 9.58 to go here in the Media first. Timeout. Four days stayed on top of the Lincoln Blue Tigers. 14 to nothing. Our first quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, and remember to drink responsibly. We're back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. 
to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. From joint and spine injury to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, the expert at Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute will help you move freely. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Good start for the Tigers. They're up 14 to nothing. They had an interception defensively to start the game, led to a Shane Watts two-yard run, and now a 39-yard touchdown pass from Jack Dawson to Jaden Horse. They're up 14 to nothing with 9.58 to go in the first quarter. That's a three-play, 62-yard drive at a minute 32. And now the ensuing kickoff by Parker Janke out of the back of the end zone. Third straight Lincoln possession at their own 25. They threw an interception on the very first play from scrimmage, went three and out on their second possession, and now on the field for the third time tonight. And the defense is playing sound defense. They're not over-pursuing. They're not treating this like a game where, oh, I can go get mine. Let me go get a sack. Let me go get my stats, my highlight. They're doing a good job of doing the right job. Lincoln Blue Tiger football. There is going to be a handoff that goes to Omar Allen, an Arkansas Pine Bluff transfer from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. He's going to get about two yards to the 27-yard line. Yeah, and Mikel Williams is coming out of the game. He was helping stand up the running back. Somebody came in late and laid a hit, and his left arm, which I think is the one that he injured at Missouri Western, is just kind of hanging at his side. He'll come out, and quite honestly, at this point, is there a reason to bring him back for the rest of the game? John Johnson may have been the guy to make that tackle for the Tigers. So Johnson is out. They're going to move Menjus back the linebacker, and they bring in Jaden Barker, defensive end. Now the best running play of the day for Lincoln as Allen just winds his way up the middle and all the way up to the 33-yard line. That's going to be a six-yard gain and bring up a third down and two. Javen Patrick there for four-day state. Uh, Jack Heilman in there on that tackle for four-day state. Jack bothering battle battling an injury this year but uh, jack able to to come in there and make that stop wonder if we'll see xavier vaughn the quarterback run much he is a big guy obviously athletic he has 25 rushes on the year coming into the game he's going to hand it off and it's going to be a first down run by omar allen he kind of hesitated and lowered that shoulder and omar allen 58190 a low center of gravity and he's able to bang into jackson calzo who finally brought him down but we're going to say his knee hit at the 42 that's a gain of nine and a first down the first of the night for lincoln that's two plays in a row that lincoln has caught the edge four day state is getting pinched in on the outside and the running back able to bounce out 14-0 Tigers still early on. There's a handoff up the middle. Allen is hit and wrapped up and brought down. He got grabbed from behind, and then Pillow came in to finish him off. They're going to unpile, and that was Jason Wallace who grabbed him, kind of held him up, and then Pillow finished him off at the 45, 46-yard line. So that's a three-yard gain. Make that a four-yard gain, second down and six. Lincoln's starting to move the ball here a little bit on the ground, going into that brisk wind at about... 15, but gusting to 25 and higher. Oh, they're doing it on the ground game. Early they were trying to make passes, and and there was just no options there. Bladen Brown to tight end will line up in the right slot. They've got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun for Xavier Vaughn, the Arkansas Pine Bluff transfer. Hands it up the middle. That's uh, Dewan Lomax out of Boonville, Missouri, and the sophomore still on his feet. Winds his way across midfield and down to the Tiger 48-yard line. Very close to a first down as they unpile. John Johnson, they're going to mark him at the 49. 
Johnson the tackle. Lincoln is in Tiger territory and now face third down and one. Well, maybe I spoke a little too early because now Fort Hay State is trying to do too much. Yeah. They're trying to get the big highlight hit instead of what they were doing on the first, well, the second series, the first series of one plane interception. But they're they're going too, too deep, going too far, and they're getting past the initial surge as Lincoln. Two receivers here to the left, tied in that way. There's going to be a handoff, and Lomax goes down in the backfield. It's a tackle for loss, and he will not get a first down. John Johnson was there, along with Caleb Pillow, to make that tackle back of the 49-yard line. It loses two, and Lincoln brings on the punt team, failing to convert on third and one. Am I the one that thinks that Lincoln should go for this based on this simple fact of it's 14-0, this is your best drive. Right now, your defense is not showing anything that you're going to make a stop. Go for it on the op, on, on the chance that you continue your best drive so far. I thought they might go for it as well, but they bring the punt team in. Tigers almost got to the last one. This one, high and wobbly, and Trevor Watts will call for the fair catch right at the 20-yard line. 31-yard punt with no return. And Fort A. State will have the football for a third time. They've scored touchdowns on each of their first two possessions and lead Lincoln 14 to nothing with 6.23 to go here in quarter number one. This will be the Tigers' worst starting field position. They started in Lincoln territory at the 31 after the Colzo interception, then their own 38, and now their own 21. Travis Dixon will be the running back for this series after it was Shane Watts on the first two. Dixon will line up to the left of Dawson in the shotgun. Two receivers right, one left. They're going to play action. Dawson to throw, and he just throws it at the feet of Cormany. There was nobody open. Good coverage that time by Lincoln. It goes in complete second down. That was a decision by uh, Dawson to forego what could have been a couple of yards, but also a big hit placed on Kale Cormany. That's looking out for one of your fake for targets right there because you're right. Uh, that would have gone badly. Well, and the, and the Tigers are already out without one of their top tight ends yeah. this year. Lane Cure for the whole year got that broken foot in preseason camp. It's time... The running back Dixon lines up to the left of Dawson. Passes tipped by a blue Tiger, but caught off the deflection by Watts. And Trevor Watts takes it all the way out across the 35 to the 36-yard line. He's brought down by Jared uh, Jordan Bats, but he caught it off the deflection and brings it all the way out to the 31 and a first down for the Tigers. Make that the 36-yard line and a 15-yard completion. That's the fourth play of the game where Fort Hayes has had 15 or more yards, and they were just now under six minutes to go in the first quarter. 14-0 Tigers. They've gotten touchdowns on each of their first two possessions. The first one set up after a Jackson Colzo interception. Here's a handoff to Dixon. Tries to run to the right. He's on his feet. Pile moving. Still on his feet. Bushes it across the 40 and up to the 41. Kanan Mondi was the first blue Tiger to hit him, but he really struggled to bring him down. That's going to be a gain of almost six yards on first down, second and four. Fort Hay State driving the pile forward. It's one of the few times that we've seen Fort Hay State offensive line through the first few games just really fire forward and, and able to push a defensive line back. And now the Tigers will go with both Travis Dixon and Shane Watts at, at running back. They'll line up to his left and to his right. Second down and four. The ball just shy of the, their own 42-yard line. 5.08 to go in first quarter action. Tigers up 14-0. They're going to hand it off to Watts. Cuts out to the left. Breaks a tackle. 50, 45. He's at the 40, and he runs all the way inside the 30. Down to the 27. Jordan Bat saves the touchdown, but a run down to the 27 of 32 yards. It's a first and 10 for the Tigers. That's a really good 
job by Tra- uh, by Trevor Watts or sh- excuse me Shane Watts to wait on the play to understand that this was going to be slow developing. He needed to figure out which hold to go through, and once he realized it's going to be the outside, that was great patient running. Chris Brown telling us this week some of the running problems have been the running backs maybe being too eager, too aggressive, and not letting the block develop because there are some holes there, but they've committed too soon. Dawson to throw. He's got Watts in the flat at the 20. Sidesteps a man, cuts back direction to his left. He's at the 15, still on his feet, and then gets stood up and taken down by Isaac Robinson. A hybrid defensive end linebacker, but Watts gets it down to the 15-yard line. That'll be a 12-yard gain and another four-day state first down. Well, the guy who is having a lot of fun tonight is Trevor Watts (laughs) because when he gets the football, he does understand that he is better than what the Lincoln secondary is, and he has made a couple of plays that you hear, though, Woo from the Fort Hay State crowd. <laughs> Calvin Stapp, the Colby product, is in at wide receiver. He and Horace are split to the le- to the right now. Uh, Stapp comes in motion. They hand it off to Dixon. He lowers that shoulder and carries the pile for about four yards. Elijah Juarez, the Arizona State transfer, in there to make that tackle about the 12-yard line. So it'll be a three-yard gain on first down. Brings up second and seven. I want to highlight something on that last play. Right tackle Porter Danovic was just running a guy into the ground. Running the, a defensive end for Lincoln in the ground over and over and over and he got a warning from the officials. Good. I feel like the offensive line hasn't had enough of that this year. Tigers back inside the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone. See their great selection of new and used equipment. FarmIp.com. That's FarmIp.com. Dawson to throw. Man wide open. That's Dixon and he's in for the touchdown. Travis Dixon, the wide receiver that time. Actually, the running back as a wide receiver hauls it in for the score. A 12-yard touchdown pass, and it is now 20 to nothing. Fort Hayes State with 2.59 to go in the first. It's the old wheel route that has been in Fort Hayes State's playbook ever since they were running that with Shaquille Cooper and just burning the MIAA with. It's been in there forever. Haven't always had the guys to run it, but it's always been in there. They tried to run it a couple of times last week at Missouri Western, but failed to connect on what would have been wide open plays. That time it was ran to perfection. Extra point is good. Yeah, that one interception in the first possession. Still don't know how that was a pick. Uh, led to some disaster there, but that time it worked. Dawson got it to him in stride, and Dixon takes it in for the receiving touchdown. It is 21 to nothing. Fort A State, that is Dixon's first reception, a first receiving touchdown of the 12-yard catch is matching his longest of the season. You get a lot of, in these type of ball games, against a team that has lost either 29 or 31 in a row, depending on who you want to listen to, uh, you get a lot of, well, yeah, you, you should be you should be up by by this much here is my take on it is if you are going to be one of the top teams in the miaa let's say top five teams in the miaa top four teams in the miaa you handle your business just like this last year when Fort A state went to lincoln they did not handle their business Turnover like this and they were behind it was tough you weren't there you you got to get out of that one it was tough to watch it really was this is much different. This is how you handle these type of ball games. There's the kick. This one not as deep, but it's going to be returnable. Nope, a fair catch is going to be called as the kick only goes to the five-yard line. So Lincoln will start once again at their 25. And when you're Lincoln, again, yeah, either 29 or 31 straight. If you count right. the two COVID games they right. played, um, and a lot of them have been like this. They've been in some. It was 24 to 10 with Washburn this year, a beat-up Washburn team that's young. But, boy, to, to come back and just try to go back out there again and 
You're down 21 nothing on the road, your longest road trip of the year, and it's still three minutes left in the first quarter. You get the you get the uh, idea of why they're leaving or have left the MIAA. Trey Hines is in its safety now, and there's a handoff, and it's going to be blown up by Parrish Terry. He gets to the running back, Omar Allen, right when he took the handoff, and he's going to be tackled back on the 19-yard line. That is a loss of six and another tackle for loss for the Tigers. Well, left tackle, Tez Curry. He's out of Memphis, Tennessee. Just met Parrish Terry, who was out of Tuttle, Oklahoma. The only way those two were going to meet was going to be in the backfield by about four yards, and it was a short meeting. Tez Curry had zero opportunity at they left tackle. They start Tez Curry at left tackle, Vez Carter at left guard. Tez and Vez on the left side. Back to pass. They set up a screen. Forte State got through there and got some pressure. Jason Wallace got his hand up in a pass. I don't know if he tipped him, but it certainly threw that pass off. They were trying to set up a middle screen for the running back, Allen. It goes incomplete, and now the Blue Tigers facing third down and 16 for their own 19. Down 21 nothing to the Tigers with 2.18 to go here in the first quarter. And I'll apologize to Tez Curry. Xavier Stewart is in at left tackle okay. now. Kansas City, Missouri. Well, they've mixed 6'4", 300-pound sophomore. Well, they, their, their starting lineup and what they listed was completely different a week well, ago. It's been different about every game. They may have changed it yep. in this game already. Third down, 16 for Lincoln from their own 19. Pass is going to be broken up and almost intercepted and almost caught. It was broken up by Sam Brandt, and then the ball got knocked into the air and then almost caught by Adarius Ely, their leading receiver. It goes incomplete, and the Blue Tigers will have to punt. This week we got to ask Sam Brandt, and and you were in his Tiger spotlight too, um, ask him about playing quarterback in high school. He wanted to play college quarterback if possible, settled in on defense, and we asked him, which one, one do you like now? And he goes, well, I do like hitting people. Boy, does he, because <laughs> yeah. that was a shot right to the ribs. And they'll punt it from inside the 10. The Tigers block it. It's loose. It is going to roll out of the back of the end zone. They couldn't quite get to it. Logan Heigel was trying to track it down. It'll go down as a safety. The Tigers blocked it, and Heigel was trying to track it down before it rolled out of the back of the end zone and couldn't do it. But it'll be two points on the block as Fort A. State blocks a punt. The Blue Tigers have had some trouble with that this year, and Fort A. State blocks the punt. They add two to the board. They now lead 23 to nothing. Well, I'm trying to judge more off of the reaction of the guys who are back there in the area of the punt block on who might have got it. And one of those was Trey Hines. Out of Lyman, Colorado. That would be a second block punt. He had the block punt down in Tahlequah in the opener against Northeastern State. He was one of the two guys trying to figure out. And they haven't showed the replay on the, no. on the big video board a second time for me yet. But he was one of two guys back there. Uh, there there's two guys rushing to the right side of the punter. And, and one of them came just unabated. And so the blocker, the protector, has to make a decision. And he chose to block outside not inside to give his punter more time. So we'll find out. They have not indicated yet on the live stats who had the block punt, but it was blocked, and Fort A. State has a safety, and they now lead 23 to nothing with 2.05 to go in the first quarter, and it'll be a free kick, and the Blue Tigers will love to kick it off. So Fort A. State will get the ball back, and... Um, should have good field position. Good kick into that wind. It's going to be taken at the 25-yard line. That is Jaquan Hillis, and he is able to bring it all the way back out to near midfield, and he got belted pretty hard, but 
Killis holds onto it. A 25-yard kick return. Michael Harrison, the big-time hit for Lincoln. Fort A. State's going to start at their own 49-yard line with a minute 59 to go here in quarter number one. Already up 23 to nothing on Lincoln. Well, and Tillis is going to be the running back on this series, too, so not A, good to see him get up from that hit in the first place. He'll line up as a wide receiver initially, but then also a really good job to stay in this ball game because I, I think he was wanting to get at least one, one play to breathe. Empty backfield for Dawson, and he throws to the right flat. It's going to be caught by Horace, breaks out of a tackle, and can't break out of a second, but he'll have a first down to the 35-yard line of Lincoln. Brian Coley, we've called his name a lot, made the tackle, and they're going to mark him at the 36, and that'll be a first down. 13-yard completion. I'm sure there are things that the coaching staff is seeing that they don't like. That's their job, right? But to me, in the first quarter with 90 seconds left and a 23-0 lead, this team, Fort A. State, is extremely crisp against an opponent that they could have overlooked. How about the crowd tonight? Lewis Field is pretty much full with folks sitting in all the end zone bleachers. There is a up Dawson's going to go down as he faked the handoff that time and maybe should have given it to Tillis. Jesse Brown came in and blew him up all the way back at the 43-yard line. That play's going to lose about seven yards to bring up second down at 17. Well, the only reason I'll say that's okay is because Fort A. State can work on something now rather than just going forward. you got to have a little adversity, right? But that Jack has to use some peripheral on that because that was, that was a handoff. And he's had so much success throwing the football today, he wanted to throw it again. But the right tackle, Danovic, had gotten beaten. He has to have a peripheral to see that. Here's Corbinney, the tight end in motion. They hand it up to Tillis up the middle, finds a crease running hard. He bangs off two defenders, takes it all the way down to the 30-yard line. It's going to be a 13-yard run. T.J. Jasper, the tackle for Lincoln, but a good run there. One of the better runs of the year for four-day state by Jaquan Tillis to the 30. It's a gain of 13, and now it brings up a third down and four for the Tigers. And now you shout out the offensive line because they gave up the sack. And then they turn around and they run right back over that right side. Donis, Dawson Reynolds, the right guard. Porter Danovic, the right tackle. And they pave the way for Tillis. Two receivers left. That's Horace to the right. Now we get motion. It's going to be a free play. Tigers go downfield. It's caught by Horace. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. Now we'll see about the flag. There was movement up front. It looked like a blue tiger was in the neutral zone. But did Ford Hayes State jump first? We shall see. There's two flags. All right. One yes. on each sideline. One down. So we'll find out after this discussion here from Stan Lopeman. Offsides, number 95, defense. That penalty's declined. Result of a play, touchdown. All right, there you go. That's the second time for a state is hooked up on a touchdown pass on an offside to Horace. And Jay Norris has his second touchdown catch. The cannon a little bit late, but we get the cannon shot. And now Art will try to put the exclamation point on with the extra point. And he knocked it through. Forday State now leads 30 to nothing with five seconds to go in the first quarter after the 30-yard touchdown pass from Dawson to Horace, their second TD connection today. And Jack Dawson already three touchdown passes in the first quarter. The school record is five. I don't know if it will be in the game long enough to be able to get that, that school record. How long do you go with your, your starters is going to be Chris Brown and company's job to figure out. And everything working so well for Fort Hayes State. And, uh, and Dawson realizing it, the flag's on the play. Go deep. The worst that happens is you redo the play. You mentioned it. Fort A. State has come out crisp, and it's not been a sloppy game. And, yes, 
Lincoln has struggled mightily for many, many years. Florida State did not take them for granted. They have come out, and you said you play and respect the game. They have done that today. I think they kind of have done this in the idea of um, looking backwards to how they didn't play against Missouri Western. I think they're atoning for a week ago a little bit. That was just a bad day all around. There's a kick that's out of the end zone. So Lincoln starts with five seconds to go in the first quarter at their own 25. It's 30 to nothing. Four-day state in front of a big homecoming crowd. Speaking of North uh, Missouri Western, they won today. Pulled off the big upset over Emporia State, who was ranked 11, 34 to 31 on a 41-yard field goal with six seconds to play. Emporia had to come all the way back. They were down 24 to 6 at halftime in that game. How about this for Fort Hay State? That third down they just scored on is their first third down of the game. Wow. They had not gotten to third down yet. Yep, you're right. So the Blue Tigers will start their own 25-yard line in a big-time 30 to nothing hole. Here's Omar Allen trying to stretch it near side, and he runs into a wall of Fort Hay State Tigers. They're going to have a flag on the play as well. They tried to stretch it out here to the right, and Fort Hay State had several there. Terry there, Menjus there, and there's going to be a penalty on Lincoln. It's going to be on the on the wide receiver, Nathan Valencia, who is listed as their third-string quarterback. Yeah, he was listed as a starter. I saw the starting lineup and then realized they had two quarterbacks, and that's just what is listed in the roster as a QB. But Valencia. Holding, tri- number 85, huh? offense. 10-yard penalty from the spot of foul. First down. That is the end of the first quarter. Jamari Watson, who's also a wide receiver, but Valencia's playing there. There you have it. End of the first quarter. Not too bad for the Tigers. 30 to nothing after the first 15 minutes. We'll be back with quarter number two on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. 223 yards of total offense on 18 plays for the Tigers in that first quarter. Lincoln has 21 on 13 plays. Fortnite State, by the way. Two and one this year when leading after the first quarter. They're up 30 to nothing here. And that holding penalty was five yards deep in the backfield. So it's going to be a or at the line of scrimmage, I should say. So first and 20 from the 15-yard line now for Lincoln. As they begin the first play of the second quarter, they'll be now going from right to left. They'll have the wind, which is still pretty significant, at their back for the first time. See if they go to the air a little bit more here now. Xavier Vaughn in the shotgun. He's dropping back to pass. He does. It's tipped and caught. And amazing that it was held onto by Omar Allen out of the backfield because he bobbled it and then got hit hard immediately by Gunnar Kerr, one of the backup linebackers for four days state, and then held onto it. It's going to be a gain of about three yards to the 18-yard line and bring up second down for the Blue Tigers, second down and long. Well, we mentioned it with uh, Mikel Williams struggling with that shoulder. Probably wouldn't see him, so that's where Gunnar Kerr is in. Second down and about 17 yards to go. It's going to be a keeper by the quarterback, Vaughn. He is taken down for no gain. He tried to run it around the right side, and Caleb Pillow, we have called his name a lot, getting the start today. He played a lot a week ago in that game because of some of the injuries, and Pillow... In for Benny Williams, able to make that tackle for no gain, and now it's third down and 17. Yeah, Pillow's getting the tackle. It's Miles Menges that kept the quarterback, Vaughn, in front of him, and he just didn't let him turn that corner and get all the way outside. Slowed down Vaughn enough that Pillow can come in and clean that up, 
There's no assisted tackle for something like that, but man, Miles Ben just played that really well. Xavier Vaughn, 6'6", 200, redshirt sophomore transfer. Now Lincoln's going to call a timeout. Timeout, Lincoln. Their first charge of the half. Sophomore transfer from Arkansas Pine Bluff. That is where Lincoln head coach Jermaine Gales was a longtime assistant. He brought quite a few of his former players with him to Lincoln, trying to build some semblance of consistency with the Lincoln program, and that's been really the problem. They've just have not been consistent. You touched on it. They they just it's a high turnover rate every year. We see the roster year after year, and it's just there's players you've, you've not seen. They just don't have consistency on their roster and their lineup. Kids want to win. Kids want the opportunity to play meaningful football. And if you're not going to win, and now with the transfer portal, you play well enough, you can end up then going on and playing elsewhere. Let's go ahead and squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. This is four-day state football. Four down linemen for the Tigers. Play action. Vaughn being chased. He eludes two tacklers. Stretches the play to the 20 and is taken down by Caleb Pillow. Boy, he's in about every tackle right now. That's a scramble for two yards for Fort Hay for a Lincoln. And it's going to bring up a fourth down and 15 from the 20. They'll have to punt. And they really continue to struggle on third down. We mentioned it. They were one for 14 a week ago. They're one for four tonight in this game. Fort Hay State did a good job of getting pressure with four they dropped seven and so once the pressure with four got there flushed him from the pocket you could have somebody peel off and help out high snap tigers do not go after it. it's an end over end punt that almost takes out the ball boy and we'll see where it goes out of bounds the official's going to continue to walk it up the field right around the 50 nope they keep going 49 yard line so it's a 29 yard punt no return and four day state will start inside lincoln territory leading 30 to nothing, a 30-point first quarter for Fort Hayes State. Is there any official way to know where that ball is going out and any more unreviewable play in all the football to go, ah, I think this is about where it went out? Fort Hayes State scored 28 points in the second quarter at Northeastern this year. That's their highest scoring quarter that first quarter here tonight. Handoff Jaquan to, no, it's a pass. And it's caught by Trevor Watts in the flat. He turns on those jets. He's got a first down all the way down inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. It's a 20-yard pass completion. Ian Hackney, the tackle for Lincoln, but a first down for Fort Hayes State. And boy, Dawson very crisp on those play action fakes to the running back. At least he is for me, and uh, that's a nice completion, and Trevor Watts having a big night already. Yeah, and he is as well for uh, the defensive end, Jesse Brown, because he bit, went hard at the running back, Tillis. First down and 10, Tigers at the Lincoln 29-yard line. That time they hand it off to Tillis, finds a crease, runs hard up the middle, inside the 20, and down to the 19-yard line. They're going to mark him at the 18-yard line. That'll be a nice run of 11. Jordan Batts on the tackle. And a first down for Fort A. State. And boy, Jordan, Jaquan Tillis, he has not played much this year. Getting an opportunity, and he's kind of been the spark at running back. It seems like Fort A. State has been missing, showing some patience, and then running hard. Well, and he's done a good job of committing to where he wants to run and going forward. 
There's, there's not much decision-making for him today. Picks a spot, runs to it. He'll line up as a wide receiver here on the far right. It's an empty backfield for Dawson on first down and 10. Dawson steps up, throws at the end zone. It's tipped and incomplete. Boy, Jack had a lot of running room. Had he elected to keep it, he tried to force it through a window to the goal line, and a pass goes incomplete. Brian Coley was back in coverage for Northeastern for uh, Lincoln. It'll bring up second down and 10. The danger of that pass is choose any other team in the league, maybe other than Northeastern yeah. State. That's deflected and possible an interception. Don't want to get into bad habits out of this Three game. Three receivers to the left, including the tight end, Cormany. Horace, who has two touchdown catches here to the right side. One-on-one coverage with T.J. Jasper, the quarterback. Tillis, the running back, to the left of Dawson, and they hand it off on a draw play. Tillis spins, stays on his feet. He's not going to be near the first down. He gets to the 15-yard line. Only picks up three. Lincoln did a good job of stuffing that draw play out. They had a few white jerseys there to meet Jaquan Tillis at the 15-yard line and sets up a third down and seven now for Fort Hayes State. Their only other third down in this game resulted in a touchdown pass. I'm sure everybody was on the same play call there for Fort Hayes State. First down and 10, two receivers left, two right, two tight ends in the game. Dawson to throw. He's got a man in the flat. That's Tillis at the 10. Can he make a man miss? He gets it down to about the 7. He should have a first down. Where do they mark him? They mark him at the 8. That is right at the line to gain. Ian Hackney, the tackle. They say first down, Fort Hayes State. They needed 7. They get 7. Good job by Tillis to realize how short of the down marker that he was. Didn't do much dancing. Went straight forward, and then when he got to the point where he felt like he needed the extra yard, that's where he used his spin move in order to get just a little bit extra. Well, this is Jaquan Tillis we saw last year before the injury. Fort A. State once again inside the farm. Lumpenman and supply red zone. Trying to add to a 30 to nothing lead here in the second quarter. Dawson play action. Rolls right, throws it late, and it's incomplete. He threw it, and now a late flag. This may be roughing the quarterback. I couldn't tell if it was for Cormany or Ryan Allen. It was behind Cormany, and the ball may have been tipped, but I think we're going to have a flag for roughing the passer. Yeah, it was. Dawson landed well out of bounds. That pass was tipped. He was trying to go into the flat. Cormany was deep. He was trying to go in the flat. Roughing the passer, number 27, defense. Half the distance to the goal, automatic first down. So it's T.J. Jasper, the cornerback, who gets called for that penalty. It'll be a first and goal now at the four-yard line for Fort A. State. I'm not sure that that is the most contact we've seen on a pass on a, yeah. on a uh, roughing the passer this year. So first and goal from the four for Fort A. State up 30 to nothing, nearing the 10-minute mark of the first quarter. Handoff Tilla spins off a tackle and gets it down to about the three for a short gain of only one. Lincoln doing a good job of clogging the hole. Elijah Juarez, the linebacker, the Arizona State transfer, three-star recruit out of high school in Long Beach, California, came up there to make that tackle. He played in 13 games his freshman year at Arizona State. Now he comes back in and makes another tackle and kind of pumps the fist as he brings Tillis down at the five-yard line for a loss of two, a loss of uh, two yards. This has been the issue spot, right? Third and short, second and short. We saw it last week at Missouri Western. Florida State couldn't get about a half a yard and a big fourth down early in the second half. That's kind of been the struggle this year is getting those short yardage situations. Farm implement and supply in Plainville and Colby, your bad boy and grasshopper mower headquarters. 
Third down and goal. Jack Dawson's going to run. He gets a good block from Cormany, and he gets taken down short of the pylon. Looked like his feet may have come out from under him just inside near the one-yard line. He got a good downfield block from his tight end, but he slips at the two, and now it's going to bring up fourth down and goal. They tried to quarterback run. It looks like Fort A. State's going to go for it. They do not bring on the kicking team. So fourth and goal from the two. Fort A. State up 30 to nothing. We're inside nine minutes to go in the second quarter. The Tigers are going to go for it. Ryan Allen, Jaden Horace, wide receivers left. Sloan Hayden, the tight end here to the right. Tillis, the running back, left of Dawson. Tillis gets the carry. He knights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Jaquan Tillis, a two-yard touchdown run on fourth and goal. And Tillis finds the end zone for the first time this year. And the Tigers lead it 36 to nothing with 8.41 to go in the second. I like the call by Fort Hayes State, regardless of outcome, because I said this is where Fort Hayes State has struggled. Going up the middle when everybody knows you're trying to go up the middle and score and score or get the fourth down conversion, third down conversion. They did it, and that offensive line opened a hole that time. Good snap. The hole down by Cordova, and the kick is good from Carson Art. 37 to nothing. Four day stayed on top of Lincoln with 8.41 to go here in the second quarter at Lewis Field, and we're going to have a timeout. timeout. Our second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra, but please drink responsibly. Back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Play 49-yard drive, 4 minutes and 17 seconds. Remember, it was set up by a good return by Tillis, and then... Fort Hayes State gets a two-yard kick. Now a high kick into the wind. A fair catch is going to be called for at the 27-yard line. Tigers kicking into that brisk wind for the first time. And Parker Janky got it high into the air, and it did not. No, actually, that was um, Art in there kicking. Janky had been kicking. Carson Art kicked that one, and it does not go very far. And Lincoln's going to start at their own 20 eight-yard line. It's going to be their best starting field position tonight. By three yards. Yeah. So it, it effectively, and I know they fair caught it, but effectively was a touchback. Yeah. So into a 25 to 30 mile an hour win, that's an optimal outcome. Blue Tigers down 37 and I think still 841 to go in the second. I'll have three wide receivers left, one right. It's going to be a handoff to Dewan Lomax, a Boonville, Missouri product who's Going to just knife his way up the middle to about the 32-yard line. Omar Shaw in there on that tackle for four days. Hey, we're seeing a lot of, a lot of new names in the ball game for the first time. Shaw is a, a linebacker for Fort A. State out of Salt Lake City, Utah. He's a true freshman. And remember, true freshman can play in three games, and it does not count against their eligibility. You can still call it a redshirt year. You know what I like about way Fort Hay State is calling their defense today is it's just not all-out blitzes the entire time. You could just try to swarm the other team nonstop. You're trying to work on the right things. Same formation, three wide receivers left, one right over on the numbers. Second down and six after the four-yard gain. They hand it up. No, it's a keeper by the quarterback, and he gets his ankles taken out by John Johnson, and he slides forward for the first down of the 39-yard line. Seven-yard run. Johnson got to him, and took out his feet, but 
His momentum carried him across the line to gain a first down for Lincoln, one of the few they've had tonight, just yeah. their second of the night. Yeah, but it, it was costly. Xavier Vaughn's going to go oh out boy. of the game. He he kind of got an ankle rolled up, so Jalen Thomas will come in at quarterback. Learning moment for Perry Terry. Still a little, still a little green around the gills on this thing a little bit, and he bit on the fake. He got the tackle of the running back, which was on the opposite side where he lines up as a defensive end. If he plays that role, plays the quarterback, he has a big tackle for loss. Jalen Thomas, a freshman from Gary, Indiana, 6'5", 175. Now Lincoln's going to have yep. to use a timeout. They subbed. Timeout. It allowed Lincoln. Fort Hayes State to make a substitution. And so as a result, Fort Hayes State was making that substitution and forcing the timeout. So the Tigers and the Blue Tigers will gather with their coaches. It's been a good day, good yeah. night for the Tigers. And and, and this and, this was an easy one to overlook. This was an easy game. And you kind of, you mentioned this. You said, you know, licking your wounds. Fort Hayes State had every opportunity to go into this game and be be bummed about last week and, and the way that the Missouri Western game want, uh, went, not pay attention to this game, look forward to the next road trip. Missouri Southern, that is not a road trip. You just go and win anymore uh, and, and just not really care about this game. Get yourself caught up in some of the Oktoberfest and homecoming festivities and everything going on. It's very apparent this this group of kids for Fort A. State did not do that. And we've heard that from Chris Brown since the beginning of camp, that these guys hold each other accountable and the coaching staff doesn't. It feels like that's what happened. Now I'm sure there was some input from the coaching staff early in the week, but it seems like that the kids did the right thing. You said it well. They've been crisp tonight. First play of the game for Jalen Thomas. He's going to throw down field. He's got a man. It's tipped up and incomplete. He was trying to go to Charles Johnson. There is a flag down at the line of scrimmage. The ball got deflected by Caleb Pillow, but this might be going against Fort A. State. There's going to be an offsides. Free play, and that's why a head-up play by the quarterback Thomas to go deep. Or is there an illegal shift? That is the preliminary indication now from... Illegal motion, 81, offense, five-yard penalty, first down. So it was the wide receiver who could not haul in the pass... He had an illegal motion before the play, so it looked like the Tigers may have jumped, but instead it's going to be on Lincoln. Nathan Valencia is the wide receiver over on the far side of the field. He's looking at the official with palms out because he saw what I saw. He saw Miles Menges get about a head or a helmet and a half into the neutral zone before the snap ever happened and had a running start at the quarterback. He saw the exact same thing <laughs> I did. This is this is Nathan Valencia looking at the, uh, looking at the sideline judge and going, hey, come on, man. It's already 37-0. Help us out a little. There's going to be a handoff to Allen. He gets taken down by the shoulder pads by Parrish Terry. No biting that time. He's able to make the tackle to the backfield. A loss of uh, three more yards to the 30. And now it brings up second down and about 18 yards to go. Parrish Terry is getting better. And he had that huge game against Northwest Missouri State where he's playing for Gavin Hazelhorst. And, and we didn't know who he was. And, I again, I apologize. I didn't you know there was a person that existed named Parrish Terry on our on our team here at Fort A. State. But he is getting better. He's getting more explosive off the ball, and he has really improved even since then. Three receivers right, one, three left, one right. There's a completion to Tobias Williams, but he's not going to pick up very much yardage. And there were a lot of Tigers there in there to make that tackle. John Johnson was one, but uh, there was a lot of great jerseys in the area. Picks up about six yards to the 38-yard line and bring up third down and 11. Yeah, for a Lincoln team that is one for five on third down today. So they'll start at their own 37. They need to get it 
to the Tiger to their own 49-yard line. Third and 11. There's a pass, and it's going to be caught, but it will not be a first down. A good, strong throw from the backup quarterback, Jalen Thomas, and he was able to hit Nathan Valencia, who's listed as the number three quarterback. Travion Mitchell made that tackle. It's fourth down and two, and Lincoln's going to punt. Well, I, get I, it to the 46-yard line. They've been in Fort Hay State territory once, and they punted on fourth down, fourth down and yard, yard and a half. This is fourth down and two. You're near midfield, down 37 nothing. I, I guess on some degree you're trying to teach the right things for your team, but also on the other side, like, you, you made up 13 of the 15 yards because of the penalty. It's a good throw by by uh, the backup Thomas. It's a good snap. Tigers do not come after the putt. Best putt of the day for Winkler. It'll be taken by Trevor Watts at the 8-yard line. He cuts to the 15. He's at the 20. Near sideline 30. He's at the 40 to the midfield. Breaks out of a tackle. Gets a block. Now angles to the left. He's at the Lincoln 40. Gets stood up and taken down at the 39-yard line. Great return by Trevor Watts, a punt return of 53 yards. Darius Ely makes the touchdown saving tackle, and four-day stable have it inside Blue Tiger territory with 4.44 to go until halftime, leading 37-0. The wins helps Lincoln outkick their coverage, much like Gerard and his marriage. And you just get that deep ball. And once he got past what should be the first three gunners, it was just easy pickings for Watts up the near sideline. They would probably say the same about you. Well, well yeah. Probably they would. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm the one doing the commentating. Okay, so. very good. All right. <laughs> That's fair analysis. First down and 10. Dawson throws slant pattern to Horace, who slides to make the catch. If he was in the NFL, he could have gotten up and run. You can't in college. He's down to the 32-yard line. That'll be a seven-yard gain on first down. And, with 4.29 to go, Tigers trying to add to a 37 to nothing lead. That's a really good throw by Jack. That was a, a blitzing linebacker that came unabated, uh, Wes Hawley. And, and Jack did a good job to go to his hot read. He has Horace on a slant. He knows where that ball is going to be, timing route. Good job by Jack Dawson. Two receivers left, one to the right. That's Horace. He's going to hand it off to Sam Brandt. Big hole up the middle, and Brandt lowers that shoulder. He's going to have a first down as he carries it down to the 28 of Lincoln. Wes Holly on that stop for the Blue Tigers. That was, I said, Shane, excuse me, I said Brandt. Shane Watts was the running back for Fort A. State. Oh, Sam Brandt wishes. Oh, he wishes. He'd do it. He's going to get a copy of this broadcast and go coach. <laughs> See? Coach. Even, he, the, even the broadcasters the, think Gerard I wants me to run the ball. First down and 10. Watch the running back to the right of Dawson. Play action. Maybe a busted play. Dawson's going to run. He's got room up the middle. Now angles right 15. He's at the 10 to the 5. He'll take it in. Touchdown. Ford Hayes State. 28-yard touchdown run for Jack Dawson. His second rushing touchdown of the year. And it looked like it may have been a busted play, but he had a gaping hole up the middle. Then out outran everybody to the right pylon. That is either the best fake at a busted pl- uh, a best fake that I've seen on a screen of the near side, or somebody wasn't on the right page, page and it was a busted play. But a good job by Jaden Horace. That play was designed for him to get the football. 
Here's the extra point from Arndt, and it's perfect. And Jaden was supposed to get that ball on a screen to the near side. They had wide receivers stacked in front of one another on each side. That ball's supposed to go to Jaden Horston to the near side. He's supposed to get the ball, go up the sideline. He sprinted up the sideline, even though he didn't get the ball to make the block, the final block that got him into the end zone. Second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra, but do so responsibly. 3.32 to go in the first half. 44-0 for. Day State on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Parker Jackie kicks off for Fort Hay State. Isaac Robinson, a defensive end linebacker out of Inglewood, California, returns it out to about the 27. That's where Lincoln will have it. And they have been pinned pretty deep most of the day. 28-yard line has been their best starting field position. This time their own 27. Tigers in control from the get-go. They intercepted the very first pass of the game, very first play of the game, and that's been the only turnover. They've also blocked a punt for a safety, and they lead 44 to nothing with 3.27 to go until halftime. Now close this half out strong. Finish this last 3.27 the way you started. Thomas in at quarterback again. He hands it off to Omar Allen, and there's very little running room. Miles Menges there uh, to wrap him up and bring him down for maybe a one-yard gain to the 28. Yeah, the other person that was there was Jaden Barker, and he's been getting a little bit more playing time with Fort A. State getting a little thin at defensive end. And Jaden Barker, I don't know if the, the plan was for him not to rush or he just was playing the position that he was, he was supposed to, and, and Omar ran right into him. And, and kind of stopped and then and then got grabbed from behind by by Miles Minges. Uh, that, that is two people that if you're a 5'8 running back that you do not want to meet. Wayden Hickel, defensive line coach, excited about Barker and his future. There's a handoff to Lomax, and he tries to knife his way up the middle. Not a whole lot of running room. He gets it to about the 30 and runs into a couple of Tigers, led initially by Gunnar Kerr. Gunnar Kerr is a linebacker out of Tuttle, Oklahoma, redshirt freshman. Went to high school with fellow defensive lineman Parrish Terry at Tuttle. You mentioned Jaden Barker. He's out of Tampa, Florida, redshirt freshman. He plays mean. He's a mean football player. And I mean that in in all the good ways. When he tackles, it's a violent tackle. And it's not over the top, but he lets you know that he was the guy that was making the tackle. Third down and six for the Blue Tigers. Ball just across their own 30. They'll send Carl Johnson in motion. And there's a big uh, traffic jam in the backfield. And now a flag comes out. Forday State makes the tackle for Laws. And then a flag comes out. It was a quarterback, Thomas, who kept it. He was brought down by Calzo and Pillow. But what about the flag in the backfield? The, be a man, face mask. the man in motion, a running back, a receiver, the quarterback all kind of collide at the same time. And Florida State may have let the Blue Tigers off the hook. They had a tackle for loss on third down. Face mask, number 13 of the defense. 15-yard penalty from the end of the run. Automatic first down. That's Jackson Calzo. So the result is going to be a first down. The play loses about six yards, but the penalty... Moves it out to the 43-yard line and a first down. Yeah, Jackson was making the tackle. He got his hand on the face mask. I don't, I don't know that he grabbed the face mask, but his hand well, went up there. And I know you can't grab the back of the helmet either, and that is also considered a face mask. I'm not sure if that ha- was a part of that play. We didn't get a replay, but unfortunate there because the Tigers got a tackle for loss on third down, but now it's a first down to the 43 for Lincoln. 44 nothing Tigers inside, two minutes to go in the second. Stretching the play and throwing it, and the quarterback got lit up. 
Thomas threw it late. He was running, uh, stretching it out to the right, and he got hit hard. He bounced right up. It was a clean hit. The pass goes incomplete. Well, he caught that ball, excuse me. He caught that ball at the 42. I thought it went incomplete. That was a heck of a catch in the first down. Well, you call it a clean hit, and maybe it was, but the Lincoln sideline is furious with the white hat right now. They feel like that that was targeting, and and – I don't know, man. Watching the replay, it, it looks like a clean hit. It really does. Well, but now they stop playing. They may be yeah, they're, they're going to, this. They're right. going to attend to Jalen Thomas. Jalen Thomas, yeah. at a minimum, needs concussion yeah. protocol. He's coming out. And so now you're bringing in a limping Xavier Vaughn. And that was a brutal hit. And the and the Lincoln coaches talking with the Fort, with the uh, officials. I think well, at a minimum, you have to look at it, right? To 148. 148. And start it on my signal, please. Well, I don't think they are. Looks like we're going to play on. Seeing some of the hits around the MIAA this year, I I, I am at a loss for what is a defenseless receiver, yeah. what is a late hit, what's a personal foul. I mean, there have been some vicious hits that have not been flagged, and that was a big one there. First down and 10, Lincoln to the Tiger 42-yard line. After the pass completion, there's a deep throw near side. It's incomplete as Vaughn tried to go to Adarius Ely, his leading receiver. And he had a, about two steps on the Tigers secondary, but with the wind at his back, that ball just sailed over the receiver's head and incomplete. Well, the reason he got that ball off is because Jaden Barker got a great jump. And what is, I'm guessing now, the backup left tackle, Xavier Stewart, he's been in there for a while, bear hugged. Jaden Barker as he was going by. It's the only reason that still upright is Xavier Vaughn. Stewart had started the first two games, but he'd been coming off the bench here the last two games of that offensive line. There they fake a jet sweep, and now they throw it incomplete to the receiver, Charles Johnson, who they faked the jet sweep with. Pass goes incomplete, and now it brings up third down and ten. That was close to being a lateral. I think it was a forward pass, but it was awfully close. I'm trying to scan the Lincoln sideline just to see if we can catch on Jalen Thomas, who took that hit from Miles Menges. Because at a minimum, I got got to think they were putting him through some sort of concussion Came protocol. Off a little wobbly. And, so, and good on the officials or the sideline or somebody to alert the officials to say there's somebody hurt here. Xavier Vaughn, who was injured, play clock down to one, and the Blue Tigers just get it away in time. Pass is going to be caught, and a good open field tackle by four-day state. Valencia made the catch, and he was brought down immediately by Kobe Rome, who made a great open field tackle the 35-yard line, seven-yard completion, and it brings up fourth down now for Lincoln. They're going to try a field goal. They're going to try a field goal with the wind of 51 yards. 51-yard field goal for Mo Alloway, a Lincoln Prep product out of Kansas City. 43 against Emporia is his career long. He's a freshman kicker. Ball is on the right hash. Just to try to get the Blue Tigers on the board before halftime, and now we have whistles, and Lincoln's going to call a timeout. Timeout, Lincoln. Their third and final of the half. They only had 10 guys. Well, that's a, a, a wise timeout. They really had a punt blocked, which resulted in a safety in the first quarter. And Tyler Duerbeck is the guy who's going to get yelled at. At least he was the guy who was walking off the, onto the field from the sideline during the timeout. Uh, Whaley, the kickers, had two blocked this year. 
Oh, I've got my binoculars out for a reason. Would they stay blocked a punt for a safety? They've done about everything you could ask of them tonight. Jack Dawson has thrown for three touchdowns. He's run for another. His three TD passes coming in the first quarter. Fort A. State's already run for over 100 yards today. And pretty much dominated. Jack Dawson has 240 yards of offense in the first half. Fourth down and two. This will be a 51-yard field goal attempt. Almost 52. The ball will be just in front of the 42-yard line. Now Whaley to kick it. He gets the snap. There's a line drive kick. He's got enough distance, and he misses it. The kick is no good. The low line drive, 51-yard attempt is no good. He's now two for six in field goals, and the Tigers shutout preserved for now. They'll take over with 41 seconds to go, leading 44 to nothing. I think the Fort A. State crowd was going to cheer if he made it. (laughs) There was an audible oh after he missed. I really believe that had Alloway made that field goal, he was going to get cheered by the Fort A. State crowd. It's been a compassionate crowd over the years. First down and 10, Dawson to throw. He's in trouble. Now he's going to run. He's got some room. Cuts inside to the 40, then gets ankle tackled near the 45-yard line. By Lincoln's Ramar Smith. So Ramar Smith, the tackle, are going to mark it at the 43. Tigers in their hurry-up offense. That was an eight-yard gain. It's second down and two. Dawson to throw across the middle. He's got Watson. It goes in and out of his hands. The throw was a little bit low by his knees right across the middle of the field. He was open, but the pass goes incomplete, and now it's third down. Yeah, that's to be a little bit better throw by Jack, but I'm also watching Jack Dawson in between these plays, and he's flexing his right leg. So I don't know if maybe he just landed on this, should have been replaced over the summer turf here at Lewis Field Stadium and kind of just banged it into that turf. 15 seconds left in the first half, 44-0 Tigers. Dawson to throw on third and two in the pocket with time going deep downfield. He's got a man. It's going to be caught by Ryan Allen, who stumbles at the 10-yard line, or it would have been a touchdown. And Fort A. State goes in hurry-up mode now with six seconds to go. The clock will stop to set the chains, but they are probably going to call a timeout, won't they? Yes. Yeah, they did. Timeout, Fort Hayes. That would first charge of the half. That would have been a touchdown, a 47-yard pass to Allen, but he stumbled, and he his momentum carried him to the turf at the 10-yard line. He was all by himself along that far sideline along the numbers. He bobbled the ball, and, and it popped up off of his shoulder pad, and so that's what caused his feet then to get tangled up. What a throw by Jack Dawson into this wind. It's gone down a little a bit, little bit from the beginning, strong, but though. 15 to 20 miles per hour. And as you go up higher, and that was a high throw. It was a – the wind is going to be a factor. That was a great, strong throw by Jack Dawson. Fort A. State once again inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply, Plainville and Colby, your local New Holland dealer. 44-0 Tigers looking for more with six seconds to go here until halftime. Some great end-of-game, end-of-half work here by Fort Hay State. Travis Dixon is the running back. He'll line up to the right of Dawson. Allen wide receiver right, and now Watts comes in motion from left to right. Snap back to Dawson. He looks, throws to the corner of the end zone for Horace. It's over his head and incomplete. One second remaining for the Tigers on second and goal. 
and are going to bring the field goal unit out here to try to get points after that 47-yard pass to Ryan Allen. So Art will attempt the field goal. Amadio Cordolo, the long snapper. Matthew Segovia, a freshman from Colorado, the holder. The ball on the left hash. This will be a 27-yard field goal attempt, and Art gets it into that wind, and it splits the uprights. So a 27-yard field goal from Carson Art is how this first half will end. It is all Fort Hayes State. They lead it 47 to nothing at halftime on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Here are the other scores. Everything is final. Uh, Probably a lot of great games again today. Everything was close except for Pitt State and Northeastern State, although it was only 14-0 Gorillas at halftime. They go on to win it 42-7. Central Missouri held off Northwest Missouri State 41-38. They had a 21-0 lead in the first half. The Bearcats came back with a 21-point third quarter. They tied the game. But uh, Central Missouri able to hold on and win it 41 to 38. They are now four and one and will more than likely move up in the polls. Northwest drops to two and three on the year. Central Oklahoma gets a 29-yard field goal as time expires. They win their homecoming game over Missouri Southern 30-27, handing the Lions their second loss. We will be in Joplin next Saturday. It's a 2 o'clock kick. Our coverage at 1 o'clock with the Tiger Tailgate Show. Nebraska Kearney. Let 6-0 at halftime. That ends up being the difference. They win at home today, 27-21 over Washburn. Ichabod starting conference play 0-4 for the first time in 20 years. And number 11, Emporia State, goes down today. They lose 34-31 at Missouri Western. They came all the way back to tie the game late, but Western gets a 41-yard field goal with six seconds to go to get the victory. Your scoreboard brought to you by Mabes and Miller CPAs, advisors with offices in Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. Let's squeeze in 10 seconds before the kickoff. You're listening to Fort A. State Football. You know, sometimes the broadcasting gods are looking down on you. As a little late calling for the ID, Lincoln lined up wrong, and then the ball was blown off the tee, so we had plenty of time to get in our legal requirements from the FCC. So we're ready to go here. The Blue Tigers will kick off. Remember, Fort A. State uh, elected to defer after winning the coin toss, so they'll get the ball here and a chance to score on consecutive possessions. They've scored on every possession. There's a booming kick by Awoli out of the back of the end zone. First time he's kicked with the wind at his back. First time he's kicked today, in fact, and Fort A. State will start at their own 25-yard line. Well, it was a great first half, 47 to nothing. Really hard to find a whole lot to complain about, and now the challenge, and we're probably going to see some new faces as this game goes along. Can the Tigers keep some of that focus and intensity? We won't see Jack Dawson nope. unless he's going in without his helmet on, which that's going to be a penalty. Then we got a whole different situation yep, going on. Yep, it's going to be Caleb Hebner, the redshirt freshman out of Denison, Texas, playing in his second game. He was a leading passer in Denison High School history with over 4,300 yards. He also ran for over 1,000 yards in his career, and he'll play for the second time. He threw a touchdown pass in the Northeastern game to open the year. He throws first play. It's caught by Calvin Stapp, the Colby product, here inside the 30 and up to about the 32-yard line. So a simple pass in the right flat. And Wes Holly there to make the tackle for Lincoln at around the 33-yard line. That's a nice eight-yard gain on first down. We're going to see some different guys on the offensive line, too. Dylan Rock is in there on the O-line now. Rock out of Plano, Texas. 
And we'll try to get some of those offensive linemen as we go. Second down and two for the Tigers. They hand it up. Nobody's going to be keeper by Hillard, by Ahimner. He's got room. He's got room up the near sideline. 40. He's got a convoy. 30. He's going to take it all the way. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State, Caleb Hebner. How about that? 67-yard run. Faked it to Tillis. Cut out to the right. He had a wall of blockers. And Caleb Hebner with his first career rushing touchdown. He ran for over 1,000 yards in his high school career. He has his longest collegiate run. It's 67, and it's the longest run of the year for Fort A. State. Well, Hebner showed why he ran for 1,000. He had no problem getting around the outside to the edge. And then really just kind of strided out. It looked like a 400 runner heading down the front stretch all the way to the end zone. Extra point from Arndt is good. Two plays into the third quarter. It is 54 to nothing. Fort A. State and Caleb Hebner showed some pretty good speed. Great play fake. And then as he turned the edge along the right side, he had receivers blocking downfield. That's going to make Al McCray happy. And Hebner able to take it all the way for a touchdown of 67 yards. It's the unselfishness of this team that I'm starting to notice a little bit more. And, and, and granted, in games like this, you get this, you get the opportunity. But we talked about it with Jaden Horace in the in the first half. He was supposed to get the ball on that busted play that, that Jack Dawson scored on. He scored because Jaden Horace ran down there to get the last block. Al sprinted everybody down the sideline. Jaden could have stood on the sideline after not getting the ball and just let that play happen. And he did. He ran down and got the block. He got uh, Hebner got guys out in front of him, wide receivers who were wanting to help make the block. When when you're doing those little things, and it goes back to what Chris Brown has said from very first day of practice, that this group is just a little different than anybody else that he's ever had, and he's starting to prove himself right. Kickoff from Parker Janky to the win. Low line drive, end over end. It's going to be filled at the 13-yard line by the Blue Tigers. That's Allie Wells. Changes his direction here to the left. He is going to fumble the football. It's picked up by the Tigers. And they're going the other way. And taking it into the end zone is Michael Pulley. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. A special teams touchdown on the fumbled kickoff return. And it's 60 to nothing, and we're not even a minute into this third quarter. Remarkable. Pauly with the, the scoop and score after the ball was jarred free and it was almost a long return for Lincoln because they set up the wall and had an opportunity to get around to the side Tigers blocked a punt for a safety now they get a fumble recovery on a kick return and they have scored 14 points in less than a minute here in the third quarter 61 to nothing as Michael Pauley picked up the fumbled ball I think it may have been Logan Heigl who knocked that ball free on the kick return. And there was Pauley to pick it up, did a good job to gather and score. And it is 61 to nothing, Fort Hayes State. Well, I don't know what uh, Michael Pauley's opportunities to score in his collegiate career are going to be. But I can tell you one thing, he was going to make sure that one counted. Because as a safety, your chances to score are even less. He did a good job of getting that football and getting into the end zone. Pulley is out of uh, Wichita. Bishop Carroll? Yeah. 
Officially a 22-yard fumble recovery, and it was indeed Heigl who jarred the ball free and uh, forced the fumble. And you're right, because Wells started right, then changed directions. And if Heigl doesn't make that hit, that's a big return, but he not only slowed him down, he jarred the ball free, and then Poley there to pick it up and take it in for the score. So it's now 61 to nothing. Fort Hayes State. Line drive, end over end kick. Wells is going to let this one bounce over his head, and it just barely rolls into the end zone. That was almost a ball out of bounds out to one. It just goes into the end zone. And now some a little fracas after the play by Lincoln. And uh, they'll have it at their own 25-yard line. Yeah, two guys for Lincoln on that, pl- on that kickoff, Jordan Batts and Michael Harrison decided that they needed to try to uh, extend the play past the whistles a little bit. They were trying to plant one of the Fort Hay State cover guys into the turf who just refused to go down. And get that, that We're starting to get to that point, Gerard, 61-0, 14-03 to go, where the frustrations start to boil over and you don't need to be getting anybody hurt. It's been a rough year for Lincoln, but this is about as bad as it's been in any game this year. 61-0 Tigers. And the Blue Tigers have their own 25. As they'll touch the ball now offensively for the first time, Fort A. State got the ball, got the 67-yard run by Hebner, and then Lincoln fumbled the ensuing kickoff that Michael Poley picked up and ran into the end zone. And now they'll have their first Please offensive play. Please start the play clock on my signal. The play clock ran out. Oh, there you go. And Probably shouldn't have since it's the yeah. first play. Took Lincoln a long yeah, time did. to get out there. I think some grace being shown. So the Blue Tigers from their own 25-yard line. And they've got Vaughn in at quarterback. He hands it off to Omar Allen. Big, strong run right up the middle. He hops to his feet quickly. That's a good run of about five or six yards. John Johnson still in there at linebacker. We're going to say a seven-yard gain. Johnson makes the tackle at the 32-yard line. And it's second down to three. There's a lot of starters still out there now. Keon Turner is in at cornerback. He's at a Mesa, Mesa, Arizona, a redshirt freshman. Desert Ridge High School for Keon. Desert Ridge Jaguar. There's a handoff to Allen again. Started left, bounces right, and he's going to have a first down. He popped free. Solomon McFoy came in to make that tackle. Another newcomer in there for uh, Fort A State. And um, good run, though, there by Allen. He bounced out from the initial tackle, picks up three and a first down. One of the few today. It's the fifth of the day from his for uh, Lincoln. McFoy is at a Midwestern State University, a transfer. He's still a redshirt freshman. Tyler, Texas, Chapel Hill High School. A lot of new names for Fort A. State here today. And remember, freshman, you can play in up to three games and not count against your season. It's still redshirt. Allen tries to go left and runs into a wall for no game. Boy, you can take your pick on that one. The Tigers in their grays for the first time, and they had a lot of great jerseys converging there to make that stop. And they're going to give him progress of a yard to the 37-yard line. It'll be second down and nine. I know who won't get credit for the tackle, but I believe it was Ted Skalski who got in into the backfield. I have to, have to. well, actually, I think that was actually Gunnar Kerr who got into yeah. the backfield and blew the play up. And so that just allowed everybody else to run in right behind him. It's 50, not 54, that got into the backfield. 
and just stop the play from developing. Richard Freshman, here comes the blitz from Johnson. They're going to hand it off to Wells, who fumbled that kick return, and Wells ducks and dives forward across to about the 40-yard line as he tried to knife his way around the right side, and Bordet State converges there to bring him down a short gain and brings up third down and six. Jacoby Wilson, who is coming out of the game, made that tackle for Bordet State. Three-yard gain to the 40, and Lincoln facing a third down and six. Still seeing several of the Fort Hay State starters, and, and some of that might be they got Travion Mitchell out there. Some of these guys still working out some kinks from being out for a year. Three receivers left, one right for this third down and six. Lincoln is one for eight today. They were one for 14 last week against Northwest. They pitch it back to Wells, trying to get to the edge, and the Tigers force him out of the 40. It was Jackson Calzo, the Salina Central product, who had the interception of the first play of the game. He was able to meet the running back and force him out of the 40. They lose two. It's third down and six, and the Blue Tigers will have to punt. Well, nobody for Lincoln can get off of a block to be able to get out in front of the running back. So any time that they run, Fort A. State is, is causing disruption with four or five at the line. So there's six, six or seven people who are able to track down the runner. And no, nobody along the line or the wide receivers can get off an initial block to help down the field at all. Sixth punt of the night for Clayton Winkler. He's had one block. He has to jump to get this one, and he booms it. Best kick of the night, and it's going to be muffed by Fort Hayes State and then picked right back up by the return man. That is Donovan Beckham, and then he's going to be brought down. His helmet gets taken off, and he gets forced out of bounds at about the 8-yard line. He was very fortunate that that ball landed right back in his lap. The L.A. California freshman, almost a big mistake, but he was able to gather it back in. Bladen Brown, a tight end in on special teams. The tackle, and Fort A. State's going to have their worst field position, their own nine-yard line. It's a 52-yard punt. We have a timeout. So we have a timeout of the field. Our third quarter is brought to you by Bush Light, proud supporters of Kansas Farmers. Enjoy an ice-cold Bush Light today, but do so responsibly. Back in a minute, this is the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Fort A. State's only had two offensive plays in this third quarter, yet they have scored 14 points. The last one, 67-yard run by quarterback Caleb Hebner, who's in the shotgun, hands it off to Jaquan Tillis, running right up the middle. Good, strong run out to about the 15-yard line. Good surge by that offensive line. And uh, Fort A. State able to get some good positive yards, about a six-yard gain on that first down run. Jacob Matisse is the right tackle now. 6'4", 300-pound redshirt freshman out of Thatcher, Arizona. Second game of the year. We, we talk about playing the young guys, right? Well, most of these guys that are getting into the game are about the same age as the yeah. guys who are playing in the game. No doubt. Calvin Stapp is in it, wide receiver. The Colby Jr., he's one of the receivers. Split off to the left side of the formation. Shotgun for Hebner, slaps the hands, takes the snap, hands it off to Doby, keeps it, fake the handoff, bounces off a tackle, will not bounce off a second, and he's going to probably lose a yard or two. We'll see where they give him progress. Fake the handoff to Tillis, who got lit up, and then he gets blown up. Where do they give the progress? It looks like back to the 15, so no gain on the play. And now it's going to bring up second down and uh, third down and three. Tigers have it right guard. David Brack, 6'9", 285. To say he towers above everybody yeah. is 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 an understatement. Jager. Iowa Wesleyan University transfer. Yeah, Independence Missouri product. 
So it's now third down for the Tigers. They're three for four on third down today. Hebner to the throw for the first time. Looking deep. He's got a man. It's going to be caught by Snap. It's a first down to the 34-yard line. He lobbed that in there, and there is a flag in the backfield. Hebner lobbed that over the defense, and Stapp made a nice catch to the 33, but we'll see if it stands. Jordan bats the tackle for Lincoln, but this could be a hold on Fort Hay State, and they're walking back like it is. That was a great throw. That is a long way to throw a football. Phillip Paris is also in the game. Holding, number 59, offense, 10-yard penalty, third down. Well, you mentioned David Brack. <laughs> and that's who and the penalty is And now so did on. the official. Yes. Back to the seven-yard line now for Fort A. State. So that negates that beautiful throw from Caleb Hebner, who was in a, quite a battle with Jack Dawson for the starting job. And Jack only really won it the final week before the game at Northeastern. But we're seeing why Hebner is a guy the Tigers are excited about. Now it's third down and 12 from the seven. Tigers up. 61 to nothing with 9.14 to go in the third quarter. Hebner from the goal line wants to throw. Looking downfield, he's got a man. It's going to be caught. It's Tillis, the running back. And then he just destroys a quarterback over there and has a first down to the 32-yard line. That was Brian Coley. And Tillis caught it, lowered the shoulder, drove him backwards. It's a first down to the 33-yard line on the 26-yard pass completion. Coley's going to get credit for the tackle, most likely. He is not going to feel like that he made a tackle. He's going to feel like he got tackled. And again, great throw into the wind. Remember Tillis, he was a running back his freshman year in junior college, was a wide receiver his sophomore. He's got great receiving skills, and he showed it there on that wheel route. So the Tigers convert on third and 12. They have it out to their own 33, leading 61 to nothing here midway through the third quarter. Hand off to Tillis, runs up the middle. Good surge by the front five of Fort A. State. And Tillis able to move the pile forward for about three, maybe four yards out to the 38-yard line. We're going to mark about the 37, so give him four. It'll be second down and six. Jordan Garth in there on that tackle. He's a freshman out of Jefferson City. He's a Jefferson City J. Played his high school games right across the street from uh, Dwight T. Reed Stadium. In a much nicer In stadium. In a much nicer stadium, yeah. That's, uh, I'll tell you what, Helios High School, the parochial school, and the Jays, the, the public school, they play at two phenomenal facilities in Jeff City. There's a handoff to Tillis. Not a whole lot of running room. Maybe a yard to the 40. As he tried to bounce off to the left. Didn't have a whole lot of running room, and he was brought down by Ian Hackney. For Lincoln at the 39-yard line, gain of two. You know, the pressure is on for the rest of these guys that are playing, offense and defense. Offense has not been stopped yet yeah. today. And the defense hasn't been scored on. And don't think that that isn't in the back of the guys' no, minds who are playing now and for the rest of the next 22 minutes of football. Scored on all seven offensive possessions. They've also scored nine special teams points, a safety on a block punt, and then a scoop and score on a fumbled kick return. Hebner to throw on third down. He's got a man wide open. Caught here on the near sideline and running up the sideline to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, and into the end zone. Logan Heigl, his second career touchdown catch. Both have been on passes from Caleb Hebner. And he takes it in 61 yards. What a catch. He was wide open. He had to wait on the ball to get there, and then he broke out of a tackle attempt from Batson scores. You keep the feet turning, right? That's what you're taught as a, as a young football player, and he's running up the right sideline. 
and he just never stopped running. The tackle was headed his way, and he just kept running. Didn't try to do anything fancy. Just kept running, and the tackler bounced off. And the extra point attempt is good. Logan Heigl out of Salina Central. Boy, the Mustangs have made their presence felt here today. That one is a 61-yard pass from Hebner to Heigl, and we have a timeout. 6.51 to go in the third. Tiger 68, Lincoln nothing on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. 61-yard touchdown pass from Caleb Hebner to Logan Heigl. Second time those two have connected. It's down 68-0 Tigers. Our third quarter brought to you by Bush Light. Proud supporters of Kansas Farmers enjoy an ice-cold Bush Light and do so responsibly. Tiger football also brought to you by Redeem Designs. You can look like a champion with apparel from Redeem Designs on Biden A's. Whether it's on the field, in the office, let the Redeem team help with screen printing, embroidery, and graphic design. Redeem Designs, 2204 Vine and Hayes. Great design delivered. Boy, Hebner looking good so far. It was a beautiful pass, and Logan Heigl made a nice touchdown catch. And out of kick is muffed again, and Wells grabs it this time, breaks out of a tackle, and is all the way down to the 10 where he gets taken down. He was at about the 20. He muffed it, picked it up, tried to run, and the Tigers blow him up, and that's going to be a flag. This might be a face mask. Yeah, I think We're, it might be horse collar. Okay. I think he got him by the hair. I don't know that he actually got. That would be a You can pull the hair. You just can't do the horse collar. By the way, that last drive, six plays, 91 yards. During return, horse collar tackle, number 45 of the kicking team. 15-yard penalty from the end of the return. First down. Omar Shaw, backup linebacker, who's seen some time today. So instead of Lincoln taking over at their 10, they're going to start at the 26. The four-day state, they have not come out lightly in the second half. Yeah, that's that's not a horse collar. He grabbed his jersey and that's, pulled him down. It's it's that that will be one of those reviews. Uh, that will be used, but yeah, that he grabbed him by the jersey and pulled him down. That wasn't a horse collar. So the Blue Tigers started their own 26-yard line. Their best starting field position today has been their 28. There's a handoff to Omar Allen, and he is going to get about two yards running around the left tackle, and then he gets hit hard uh, by uh, Fort Hayes State's Kyrie uh, Javon Patrick in there. They announced to Kyrie's growing. He's 31 on offense. This was 31 on defense. Well, and and Ky- Kyrie, I don't know this. Kyrie's is suited. He's been in a, yeah. in a boot here. He has been late. elevated to the active roster. We received that information this week. But, yeah, he's been. He's also a wide receiver. Yeah, dealing with an ankle injury. So that's one of the duplicate numbers for four-day state. Here's a handoff to Allen. Tries to stretch it to the left or to the right this time. And nothing doing. McFoy was there to make the tackle. Also in on that stop was Trey Hines, who blocked a punt earlier this year. and We think may have had a hand in the second one. But that's a short gain to the 30 of one yard. And now it's third down and seven. Alden. Rather, uh, Reed Adelhart is in there out of Garden playing. Yeah, redshirt freshman. He's seen some off-and-on duty at that linebacker spot. He's in there right now for third down and seven. Back to pass. Vaughn, he dumps it to his tight end, Brown, and Brown doesn't have a lot of running room. Oh, and he hits the track card, a late flag after he was hit. He was being forced out of bounds and then shoved late. And it's going to be a 15-yard penalty on four-day state on Reed Adelhart. Yeah, and that's, that's unnecessary for Fort Hay State. 
He had him driven out of bounds. Yeah. I think Fort A. State is arguing that he was still in play, but yeah. it was a little bit of excessive force. It would have been a gain of only two, and the Blue Tigers would have had to punt. Yeah, th- th- this penalty is correct. The, the second shove happened well after the play. After the play, personal foul, late hit, number 47 of the defense. 15-yard penalty from the end of the run, automatic first down. So it's going to move the ball all the way up to the 45-yard line, and it's a first down for Lincoln. So not a smart play there, and the Blue Tigers get a first down. They're sixth of the day, and they have it out to their own 45. i got to stop mentioning guys that are getting in the game. That's <laughs> twice now I brought somebody up, and they got a penalty Do something on, bad. On, the, on the next play. So here, here's my next one. Uh, Jacoby Wilson is into the game. Chicago, Illinois. Redshirt freshman, 6'3", 310, Leo Catholic High School. So See what happens here. I'm I'm two for two on, on this, on this well, little thing here. Well, let's hope you're wrong this time because those have been two <laughs> negative plays. First and ten, Lincoln, handoff Omar Allen, and he's going to be swung to the turf by Isaiah Tyson. Redshirt freshman out of Parsons. No gain to the 45-yard line, second and ten. We mentioned Michael Pauley. He's in the game as well. The Bishop Carroll product in at the safety position. And also Fort Hay State has out there Felipe Manga, cornerback out of Hutchinson, Nickerson High School yeah. product. Well, Nickerson's taken it on the chin last couple of years from, from uh, Andale. But they were part of what could be history. Both Andale and Nickerson had a female extra yeah, point, successful yesterday. extra point last night. There's going to be a counterplay, a keeper by the quarterback who – Steps out of bounds. He had pressure coming from Michael Pauley, and he stepped, sidestepped him and goes out of bounds at the Tiger 49-yard line. So he picks up six, brings up third down at four. Four-day stayed up 68 to nothing with a little over four minutes to play here in the third quarter. Some over-pursuit by Fort Hay State that time allowed Vaughn, who's looking pretty good on that ankle that he, that he twisted up in the first half. We have not seen Jalen Thomas since he got – Probably put under the concussion protocol. Valencia, who's listed as their third-string quarterback, a wide receiver to the right. They have three that way. It looked that way. Now they come back to the left. It's caught by Allen out of the backfield. He breaks out of a tackle, and he's got a first down to the Tiger 439-yard line. Gunnar Kerr finally makes the tackle, but that's a 10-yard gain and a first down for Lincoln. Yeah, there should be a penalty on Lincoln on this. Adarius Ely, one of their one of their guys, one of their dudes, uh, he threw a block. Uh, before the ball was ever caught, there, there, there was no there was no chance for Fort Hay State to make that play because whoever was coming over to make that tackle, the ball was still in the air and Ely just lit up a Fort Hay State Tiger. This should be coming back. It will not, and barring a late hit or anything egregious like a face mask, it may be hard to get a flag thrown in a 68 nothing game. But still three to go in the third. Pistol formation. Vaughn sets up a screen to Ely. His first catch of the day. His leading receiver, and he takes it down to the 35 yard line on a gain of four. Brought down by Adelhart for four days state. Third team all MIAA. And you know how hard that is to get onto the all MIAA team when you play for Lincoln. And I, and I don't mean any disrespect in that category, but that tells you how good Ely has been. Started his career in Lindsburg at Bethany. That is his 71st career catch as a collegiate receiver, his 63rd with Lincoln. He has 16 catches this year, played his freshman year, and had eight catches at Bethany for the Swedes. Second down at six. They go to Allen again. I think, excuse me, that is a Charles Johnson out of Florissant, Missouri. He is not the Charles Johnson of the NFL. He is uh, 
165. I think Charles Johnson was like 6'7". It'll heart the tackle again. It's going to be a first down for Lincoln out of the 28-yard line. This is a brand-new offensive strategy, at least in this game, by the Lincoln coaching staff. They're going short passes underneath, high-percentage throws. They, they never even thought about this, or at least never attempted it in the first half. Oh, you a station break. We'll get it after this play. Lomax running back to the right of the quarterback, Vaughn, and he's going to get the carry. Bounces out to the left, and he's taken down from behind by Adelhart again at about the 25-yard line. That'll be a gain of three, and we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to 4-Day State Football. Talking with Adarius Ely, who I think did again what you said earlier, Told you, do, probably you do it a third time. We're going to put a penalty flag on you. He, he's blocking before the ball gets to the receiver. Two receivers left, two right. It's going to be a keeper by Vaughn. He rolls to his right, throws it to the tight end, Brown, and he's going to be close to a first down inside the 20 at about the 19-yard line. Can I tell you one of the rules that I absolutely love in college football? I didn't know that I would, but I love it in 68 nothing ball games. That clock continues to roll yes. when the ball goes out of bounds. A year ago, it stops like a high school game. Thank goodness for that rule. In a week, I might hate it, but today, I love that rule. Third down and one at the 19-yard line for Lincoln. It's their furthest drive in the game. Their only chance to score so far was that missed 51-yard field goal. Fort A. State had the shutout of Northeastern State, trying for a second, but Lincoln pressuring. Now a throw is going to be incomplete as the pass was intended for Valencia over along the Lincoln sideline. Well, Vaughn got rid of that because there was a safety blitz on. And and that blitz went right between the right guard and right tackle. And it was a good job by Omar Allen, the running back, to pick up the blitz. But but Vaughn, who's already kind of had an ankle tweaked on tonight a little bit, wanted nothing to do with that potential contact. I believe Manga there in coverage. Manga is the cornerback over on the far side. Keon Turner is here to the near side. Fourth down and one for the Blue Tigers are handed off to Omar Allen. He breaks out of the initial tackle, and he's going to have the first down. He ran right up the middle. I think Fort A. State stopped it first, but he was able to keep the feet moving, bounced out, and there is an injured Tiger at the end of the play. And that'll be a first down to about the 14-yard line. McFoy, the tackle, and see who the injured Tiger is. I think that is Jaden Barker. I wondered about that. Tigers were bringing in on this next play Dimitri Scott, 6'4", 280-pound junior defensive lineman out of Louisville, Kentucky, to Sales High School out of San Bernardino Valley College. So he has done some traveling in his career. Actually started out at Austin P. played in 15 games in two years, did Dimitri Scott for the governors of Austin P. So when you go to go to Texas and then San Bernardino and Cal is that California? Yeah. I'm assuming. Now you're now you're in Hayes, well, Kansas. Jay was Jaden Barker and he's running off under his own power, so that's a good sign. In fact, he's jogging all the way to the sideline. So he'll come out of the game. That was a first down run by Omar Allen, and now the Blue Tigers, who missed a fifty one yard field goal attempt, have it first and ten down to the Tiger thirteen yard line. There was thirteen seconds left here in the third, and it is sixty eight to nothing for Hay State. Lincoln has 128 yards of offense in this game. They started this drive on their 26. Yeah. They have over half their yards of offense on this drive. 
They're going to let that clock wind down. I was looking, their entire team was going to the other end of the bench, and they started the clock after the injury, and that will be the end of the third quarter. This will be the 12th play of the drive when we That's return. The end of the third quarter. Tiger football brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxiedest, City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Fourth quarter next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. So the Blue Tigers will have it first and 10 of the Tiger 13-yard line as we begin the fourth quarter here at Lewis Field. 68-0 Tigers trying to get their second shutout of the year, but Lincoln is threatening down to the 13, their best drive by far, and this will be the 12th play of this drive. Pistol formation for Vaughn. He fakes the handoff. He rolls left. He throws to the end zone. He throws incomplete. He was trying to connect over there with Omar Allen out of the backfield, but actually that was uh, Adarius Ely, but it's incomplete. And Adarius is blocking. He had no idea that that was a potential pass play. It looked like he was the defensive back who was face guarding the wide receiver. The Fort Hay State defensive back who was over on that side of the field, McFoy had to have been as confused as all get out. (laughs) Uh, actually, Keon Turner, I think, okay, is the yep, one you're right. it on, was on that Turner, side. Yep. But he had to have been as confused as anybody trying to understand why the ball was coming his way and trying to decide if there was a, a wide receiver that had slipped in behind him. McFoy is in at that rover back mm-hmm. position. Three receivers on that side. It's the left side. Vaughn throws at the end zone, and it's going to be almost intercepted. It was knocked down by Keon Turner, who had his two hands on it but couldn't haul it in. Tried to make the -the over-the-shoulder catch. He read it perfectly, but it goes incomplete, and now it's going to bring up a third down. Based on the last two plays, or the first two plays coming out of this i'm assuming that something was said about to the defense about hey don't let up don't let them score here because there's been a little bit renewed fire Six thousand nine hundred fifty-three tonight huge crowd a lot of them left at halftime with four day state leading 47 to nothing three receivers left one right across the middle pass is going to be incomplete they tried to go to jamari watson the freshman out of fort lauderdale he got his hands on it the throw was a little bit behind him and trey hines had a big bone jarring hit to dislodge the ball it goes incomplete and now the blue tigers will try a field goal and i think uh the defensive coaches were wanting a uh a potential shutout or at least no uh no touchdown because they came with a lot of pressure on three straight pass plays. It'll be a 30-yard field goal attempt for Mo Alwaley, who missed from 51 earlier. He's now two for six on the year. Ball is on the right hash. The holder is Clayton Winkler, the punter. The snap is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So the Blue Tigers get a 30-yard field goal with 14.40 to go in the game, and that will end any chance of a shutout. It's now 68-3, to Fort Hay State. And a round, a smattering of applause from the Fort Hay State crowd. Gotta love the Tiger faithful. Good drive, though, by Lincoln to get points, but a good job by the defense as well. They got it down to the 13, first and 10, and the Tigers keep them out of the end zone. And, boy, if Turner could have just hauled that in, it was going to be a difficult catch, a chance to preserve the shutout, but... The field goal is good, 16 plays, 56 yards for Lincoln. It took seven minutes and four seconds off the clock. Well, thank you for that and keeping the clock running. That That is valuable for everybody that is in this facility. Uh, but You got somewhere but, to be? 
it's it's 68-0, 68 uh, until that point, 68-3. Um, but for Lincoln, maybe, just maybe figured out a little something. Yeah, that was a good drive. Short passes underneath, working. And again, you're not working as the number ones for Fort Hay State, fully understood. But, but they found a little groove, a little niche there in that drive. So the Blue Tigers will kick into the win now. Florida State's got some new return men in there. Jabari Lewis, a freshman out of Miami. We've seen a lot of true freshmen play tonight. Again, can play up to three games and still get a redshirt year. It's going to be Lewis up to the 10, 15, 20, along the far numbers, 25, 35, and to about the 36-yard line before he's finally wrestled down. Good kick return. And now they pick him up. And, well, now you've got to be careful. Here comes some extracurricular and good job by Fort A State to calm the nerves. They were about to pick up Lewis and slam him to the turf well after about seven whistles had blown. Whoever the Lincoln player was made a very good decision because that could have gotten out of hand had he not only been penalized, had he, but it would have slammed Lewis to the turf, but they may have lost control of this one. But Gerard, it, it should be an unsportsmanlike it conduct. Be, yeah, penalty. he was attempting it's, to. It, unsportsmanlike conduct doesn't mean that you that you did hurt somebody. It, it's the act. It's an unsportsmanlike conduct. Is what it is. There's about five or seven whistles we heard him up here, and then he picked him up and was ready to slam him down. But you, you throw the flag to get rid of that. You, you, throw, you use that yellow hanky to make sure that it's understood well, that we're still officiating this game. They need to be careful here. Lincoln's showing frustration. Handoff goes to Clay Robinson in for the first time. The Cheney Jr. Robinson running over the near side. And Ethan Forrester is now in at quarterback. And that's a five-yard run on first down. Woodens, Pierre Lewis hit on that tackle. A North Miami, Florida product. He's just a sophomore. First time we've called his name today, but a run to the 41-yard line. That is a five-yard gain for Clay Robinson. So all three Tiger quarterbacks are going to get in. Ethan out of Land Lakes, Florida, redshirt sophomore. Completed 43 of 61 passes a year ago. And it was a three-man race. And remember, he played a lot of quarterback last season. I was, I was going to say he was very much a part of that quarterback battle in the preseason. One of those good problems to have if you're the Tigers. Pistol formation this time, and Robinson gets rocked and is going to lose a yard to the 40-yard line. He took that handoff and got hit immediately by Isaac Robinson. So Robinson on Robinson there, and it was the Lincoln defender who wins that battle. It's a loss of about a yard and a half and brings up third down and six. Well, the streak of scoring on every possession <laughs> is in jeopardy. Is in about as big a jeopardy as it's been other than, what, the third and about 11 on a really nice throw from Heaton. It's only the seventh third down conversion for the Tigers this game. They That's are remarkable. Five of their first six. 40 State's only run 44 plays tonight. Three receivers left, one right for Forrester, who takes the shotgun snap, and now the quarterback's going to be hit and dropped and a sack. He wanted to run, but he could not outrun Caden Mondi, who grabbed him and brought him down. It's a sack and a loss of three, and for the first time tonight, Forty State's going to have to bring in Cameron Sizenkamp. Imagine my surprise when showing up to a volleyball match in Hayes where Salina South is at, and I know how to pronounce a last name with this spelling, Z-A-Y-S-O-N-G-K-A-M. And as I'm looking at the roster, just scanning, on the JV roster, lo and behold, Sizenkamp. I have never felt better about something 
in the last probably six months as I did with that going, hey, I know how to say that. Other this than amazing. the Salina South fans, you were the only person who knew how to pronounce <laughs> that name correctly. I bet some of the Salina South fans <laughs> didn't know how to pronounce that last Good name. Good cut by Cameron with the wind at his back. It rolls inside the 15 and tagged out of bounds at about the 14. That'll be a 48-yard punt for Cameron size and Cam. Salina, Central and South have had a lot of key players make plays in this game. And first time today, the Tigers have not scored on a Media possession. Timeout. Lincoln will have it at their own 14-yard line. Our fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Way. Bring the Aloha. It's a crisp, easy-drinking beer. Enjoy a big wave on game day, but remember to drink responsibly. All right, Joni, you got a tough job. Back in a minute, you're listening to Fort A. State Football. Tiger football brought to you by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone or use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. Lincoln football are starting at their own 14-yard line. Got a field goal on their last possession, a 16-play scoring drive. And it's going to be Omar Allen again right up the middle. He's been a... Busy dude for these Blue Tigers, and he takes it out to about the 17, maybe the 18-yard line. Omar Shaw in there for four-day stay. We're seeing a lot of new faces. Jonah Smith, the Plainville product, in there on that defensive line right now as well. Three-yard gain, second down and seven for Lincoln. This will sound a bit odd, but starting you know, tomorrow, I guess, for four days day, but really on Monday, four days day is going to have to refocus again. Coming off the loss against Missouri Western, talking about focusing for this game. You put up 68, maybe a little bit more yet. Fortnite State's going to have to refocus mm-hmm. this next week. There's a handoff once again to Allen, this time running right over the right tackle spot. And it's a couple of yards. Dimitri Scott, we talked about him, the Louisville product in there on that tackle. Short gain and brings up third down and five, a gain of one to about the 18-yard line. Because there's a lot of feel good in this game. But you're going to have to... Going to have to refocus and make sure that you got things right because there's a lot of easy things in this game. Well, that's done. You yeah. played the two teams. You get to do that again. Missouri Southern's going to be a much better defense, and they're going to be a little bit hungry after losing 30-27 to in the last second field goal today to Central Oklahoma. Third down and five from the 18-yard line for the Blue Tigers. Vaughn from the shotgun. Tigers get some pressure. Throws deep downfield. It's going to be intercepted. Picked off by Fort Hayes State. It's Keon Turner, the redshirt freshman out of Mesa, Arizona, has the Tigers' second interception. He picks it off at their own 46-yard line, and Fort Hayes State has that football back. It's a repeat of the first play of the game, throwing deep into the wind, this time into double coverage instead of triple, so it knocks the ball down. And the quarterback has his running back, Omar Allen, right in front of him. They needed five-ish yards for first down. The running back is six yards down the field. He, he completes that over the middle, and you're a Lincoln offense that has a first down and can move the football. So Turner gets his first career interception. Tigers have... Three takeaways today after the five giveaways a week ago. There's a draw play to Robinson, and Robinson, a good strong run, is going to be close to a first down. They're going to say his knee hits at the 45-yard line. That'll be a nine-yard gain on first down by Clay Robinson. Caleb Nyber in on that Lincoln tackle, but not before a nine-yard gain for Robinson. Tigers running the football well here tonight. Between you, Ryan Prickett, and Seth Kincaid, there's going to be a lot of pulling out the charts of the last time win. (laughs) 201 rushing yards for the Tigers in this one tonight. Second down and one. We're at 10.02 to go in the game. A crowd of almost 7,000 tonight. 
a good chunk of them have gone home, but there's a decent amount still sticking around to see this one through. A draw play to Robinson, first down and more inside the 40 and down to the Blue Tiger 36-yard line. Caleb Nyber again on that Blue Tiger tackle. They're going to mark him at the 36. He gains nine and a first down. It'll be the last time Fort A State scored 60 or more. Last time, 200 more rushing yards. There'll be a lot of last times in this one. And Fort A State had the 50-plus points, 56. They had 72 against Lincoln three time, three games ago, I think it was, here at Lewis Field. It was a 72 to nothing score. Of course, 91, the school record in 2019 after that tough double overtime loss to Northwest. They kind of took it out on Northeastern the next week. It's going to be a keeper by Forrester. The quarterback bounces out to the left, cuts inside the 30. He's near a first down. He has it inside the 25 and all the way down to the 23-yard line. 13-yard run by the quarterback, Ethan Forrester. And, boy, you can see what he does well. He, he can throw it, but he is a excellent runner. Adrian Hopper on that tackle for Lincoln. That was a good, strong run there by Ethan Forrester. Out of the three quarterbacks, he's listed as the biggest. 6'3", 2'20". Heathner's not much smaller than him. 6'2", 215, but he runs like a 220-pound back. Two receivers right. One here to the left. That's Lewis. Clay Robinson is the running back. He'll line up to the left. Caleb Heavner in there at running back after that run by Forrester. And there they hand it off right up the middle to Robinson, and he bulldozes his way to the 15-yard line. It's going to be an eight-yard gain. Caden Mundy, the tackle for Lincoln, but Robinson running hard. And now we have a timeout for an injured Lincoln player who's a little slow to get up. On the stop, number 93, Caden Mundy. Well, now we're going to have a timeout. Tigers are huddling. I think that was just to get the injured player off. I don't know that an actual timeout was called, and that's what the officials are going to tell Fort Hay State. Tigers thought it was a timeout. It was not. It was for the injured player who quickly got off the field. So we'll see who comes back in. Forrester is back in a quarterback. He had that run. They took him out for a play to catch his breath, put Hebner in, and now they put Forrester back in. Heigl, who has a big touchdown catch today, split wide to the right along with Matthew Segovia. He's the long, he's the holder on extra points and field goals, a redshirt freshman out of the Classical Academy in Colorado Springs. Tigers once again inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone, leading 68-3 with 740 to go in the game. Farm Implement and Supply getting their money's worth they are out of today, this They are aren't they? A lot of mentions, and we're glad to do it. There's a draw play. Robinson up the middle. He'll have the first down near the 10-yard line. Robinson, good, hard-nosed running right up the gut for Fort A. State. Brought down by Caleb Nybar. He's made about four tackles on this possession. They're going to mark him at the 11. He picks up four. That'll move the chains and a first down for Fort A. State. I wonder if this is one of those films for Fort A. State that you'll, you'll review a few of the highlights, a few of the really good things, and then just move on. Almost like with a bad game where you just kind of move on and go, hey, look, yeah, what the game was what it was. Let's let's get to the next thing here. And next thing's gonna be a good Missouri Southern squad. We kind of called that about two, three years ago. You can see it. With it's, the coach that they got, they got a Joplin guy. Play with an attitude. There's Forrester handing it off to Robinson, who tries to bounce it out to the right, and he's gonna get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's gonna be about it. Caleb Nybar and Clay Robinson are getting very well acquainted on this possession. He makes the tackle for no gain, second and ten. 
That'll be an afternoon game. A scheduled afternoon yes. game for Fort Hay State. Yes. Shouldn't have had one so far, but Still glad to have had one at Missouri Western. I got night. home earlier. Finally, by the way, the storm moved through. The evening, we're told, was gorgeous in St. Joe. Final night game of the season for Fort Hay State here tonight. I think the final night game in the MIAA. Two receivers. Segovia and Lewis here to the near side. Heigl to the right. Forrester, the quarterback, Robinson flanked to his left. It's second and ten. Forrester's going to run to the left, stops, cuts up field, and gets one yard to the ten-yard line. Blue Tigers did a good job of stretching that play. Zenon Hall made that stop, and Forrester never found a lane he could plant and run forward with. He just kept stretching it out, and the Blue Tigers eventually catch him up for only one yard. It's third down and 10. Tigers in the red zone trying to get a touchdown. They lead 68-3, to and again, a lot of the backups are in the ball game. Sloan Hayden is a tight end. We see Jacob Matisse in at left, guard, left tackle. Trying to get some more of those linemen in the ball game now. Third down and nine. Handoff Robinson right up the middle. He takes it down to about the five. The ball may have popped free. Looked like they were scrambling for the football at the end of the play. Nope, the officials, I think, ruled him down at the six-yard line. So it's a gain on the play of only four yards. It brings up fourth down and five. I apologize if I mispronounce the name, but the head coach for Missouri Southern, Atiba Bradley. Yes. Missouri Southern grad. He's a Joplin native. Yep. When they made outstanding linebacker for the Lions. When they made that hire, you had the feeling if they were ever going to make a push, this would be the guy to do it. And he has that he has that that blue collar Joplin mentality, and he has brought it to Missouri Southern. Tigers are going to try a field goal here on fourth down. This will be a 23 yarder on the near hash. Play a game number 48 offense five yard penalty fourth down. So Carson Arndt, the field goal kicker, gets called for the penalty for delay game. So instead of a 23-yard attempt, this will be a 28-yard try. Based on the angle, it may not be the worst. Ball's on the left hash. Segovia is the holder. Cordola, the long snapper. Arndt trying to knock through his second field goal today. So it'll be a, actually a 29-yard try is where they're going to Officially marked the ball. They're letting that clock wind down. There's the snap. A little bit low. Good job by Segovia to gather it in. And the kick just inside the left upright. So a 29-yard field goal. Good from Carson Arndt. And there is a flag at the end of the play. Let's see about this. There is a flag at about the 7-yard line. The kick was good. Well, this will be an applied to the kickoff penalty. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, number 52 of the defense. That penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. That's Vez Carter, a starting offensive lineman who's in on special teams. So that'll be applied on the kickoff. Immediate timeout. 71 to nothing, Fort A State. Fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring the Aloha to crisp, easy drinking beer. Enjoy a Kona Big Wave on game day, but do so responsibly. Fort A State 71, Lincoln 3 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Like conduct penalty will have the Tigers kicking off at the 50 with the wind at their back. We'll see if 
Parker Janky can maybe knock it through the uprights. And he's going to try to. He's got enough distance. He didn't go through. It went long enough. It hit the net. I don't know if it went through. I couldn't quite tell from here. It either was wide right or went through the uprights, but it was a heck of a kickoff with the wind of his back, and Lincoln will start at the 25. Well, I'm going to say it's good, but I've also thought that the opposite of what the officials have said on two of the three field goals tonight. So <laughs> uh, it, it's so hard to tell from it our is, vantage point. Really I just is. wait for the officials. Well, very impressive game for Fort A. State. I think you said it well. It was, I mean, it's a game you kind of felt if Fort A. State just didn't completely implode. They were going to have um, success tonight, but they've been crisp and solid. And it's not just been the starters. It's been the backups, the third string. Everybody's played well tonight. You wanted to leave this game with a good feeling about how you won the contest. Going to be a handoff to Dewan Lomax, and he gets no gain. As he gets strung down at the 25 by Isaiah Tyson, Parsons' redshirt freshman, 6'4", 225, another one of those young defensive linemen. They, it's the one position. They've got a little depth. It's young depth, but on Leighton Hickel, relatively newcomer, second year at the Tiger coaching staff. He is excited about some of these young guys on that defensive line. Have second you, down and 10. Have you ever known him not to be well, excited? that's true. That's a good point. There's a screen pass that is set up for Ely, who makes the catch. Then he gets pushed out of rounds at, a, at the 32-yard line, 33-yard line. Omar Shaw leading that charge. There were several of them there. Where did he step out of bounds? They have yet to spot the ball. They're going to mark it at the 30. So a gain of five. And now third down and five for Lincoln. Even Lincoln's taking a little extra time in between plays here in the fourth quarter. Down to 310 to play. All Fort Hayes State, they're up 71 to 3. The last two series in this game have taken about 14 yeah. minutes of time off the clock. Lincoln had a seven-minute drive. They got the field goal. Fort Hayes State then comes back with a six and a half minute drive. Third down and five. It's going to be a handoff to Allen, and he tried to bounce out to the left, and he gets taken down for a short gain of only a couple to the 32-yard line. He needed five. He gets two. It'll be fourth and three, and Lincoln looks like they're going to bring the punt team on. Omar Shaw, another tackle. Fourth and three for the Blue Tigers. Looks like they're going to punt. I think if they were any further down the field, you might go, you might go for it. But you give up the ball and you don't convert inside your own 35. You're just asking Fort Hay State to go score another touchdown. Tigers looking to get back above 500 at three and two. This will be a non-conference game, so it doesn't count toward their MIAA record. Low snap bounces into Winkler, who gets it away into that win. Bounces at the 40, takes a Lincoln roll to about the 35. Say, yep, the 35-yard line. So that's a 33-yard punt with no return, and Fort A. State will try to wind down the clock, which has a minute 58 to go. They have dominated from the very first play. They got an interception. It's been all Fort A. State. They lead 71-3. to Yeah, I think Fort A. State did a really good job of, we talked about being crisp and clean throughout the game, but you've never seen the emotions of Fort A. State boil over. They haven't tried to take advantage of the situation too much tonight. They've really done a good job just getting out, doing what they're supposed to do. They're going to take a knee now. They, I don't think they'll quite be able to run out the clock, but they'll be able to get pretty close. You said play the game. 
respect the game, and I think it's safe to say the Tigers have done that today. Forrester takes it on a knee, loses a yard to the 34, brings up second down and 11. The only thing that might be a surprise about this entire game happened on this last play. Forday State went under center (laughs) to take the snap, uh, to take a knee. And, And so many times now you see teams still go ahead and do the shotgun snap because that's what everybody is used to, and you don't want to give the other team any opportunity on a, on a fumbled snap. And you hardly practice it because you just don't do it. Forrester will let the play clock wind down. It's to three. It's to two. He'll take the snap. One more knee, and it brings up third down. Should be able to run out the clock. I, I was mistaken. So. Yeah, I think so. It was under two minutes when the Tigers got it. So they'll need a down in one more time. They'll let that clock wind down inside of 40. And then snap the ball, and then it will run out. So nice homecoming crowd of almost 7,000 tonight. And they had a lot of fireworks in the first half. Four-day state came to play, took care of business early, and they're going to get a nice homecoming victory. They only didn't score on one drive tonight. Wow. Not counting this one. Here. This one where they're taking a knee to end the game. Well, there's a snap. Forrester downs the ball, and the clock is going to wind down, and Four-Day State's going to get a big, and I mean that literally, a big homecoming win. They scored often. They scored early, and they take care of business tonight as the Tigers improve to 3-2 and two as they knock off Lincoln by a final score of 71 to three all four day state here on homecoming as the tigers get their third win to get back above the 500 mark we will take a break our post game show begins in two minutes this is the tiger sports network built by pwc Thanks, Gerard. Coach, congratulations on the win. Seemed like your team came out pretty crisp and ready to play on a game that easily could have been one to overlook. Yeah, we had a really good week of practice. You know, kids stepped up. I'm focused and locked in and, uh, you know, better than last week's practice, you know, of course. But, you know, they came in, did the things we asked them to do, you know, offensively, defensively. But there's still a few things that we still got to work on. And, you know, we had some young kids step in this game and, and, and played really, really well for us. You know, Jackson's one of them. Hines is one of them. And you saw a bunch of other kids step in as well and play for us too. So that's good to see, you know, getting those guys reps and getting them ready for years to come. How much of what you see in the second half is used for evaluations for some of these young kids going f- going forward into even the offseason now that you got some real game film on them? It's how they handle the situation, right? Do they, they get stressed? Do they, they play hard? Do they play physical? Um, do they understand the situations? Um, do they make great tackles? Do they make great blocks? Are they seeing the holes as running backs? Are receivers catching the balls? Quarterbacks seeing the things that he needs to see as well? And, you know, we saw some good things tonight out of those young guys, and that's good for our future. You know, as long as they continue to get better, and you know, work in the offseason after this year and you know, through the summers, you know, these guys are going to be pretty darn good. Offensively, it was about as good as you could get scoring on all but one of the drives tonight. Yeah, they did a good job. You know, Jack saw things really well. Um, Dawson, or Hebner came in and saw some good things too, but you know, Jack really stepped into the role and, and did the things we asked him to do today, this, this week. And uh, he made some good throws and he made some good runs as well. So uh, you can't ask for more than that. 
We talk about being ready to play, and you mentioned it this week in the presser, that your team is going to have to do the things right to get ready to play. And then in the first play of the game, Lincoln tries to go deep, tries to go over the top, get an interception right off the bat. Obviously, the team was ready to play. They were ready. Um, you know, through the week as a coach, you're on them because, you know, you're nervous. So you just want these kids to look past, you know, any opponent that we play. But, you know, they were locked in, focused, and you could tell that from the, from the warm-up. And uh, they went out there and started off strong, and, you know, we got after them, and, you know, our kids did a good job just putting things away. How much film of this game do you actually go over, considering there was a lot of things that worked just for the sake of the opponent that you were playing, and how much of it is just taking the game for what it is and, and moving on to next week? We'll watch every single play. I mean, because there's something on every single play that every young man that played tonight can work on and, and, and make himself better. And, you know, there were still mistakes in this game that we got to improve and fix and, and get better, you know, especially going to next week against Moso, who's a very good football team. So we still got things that we need to clean up. So we'll watch every single play, offense, defense, special teams, whatever it might be, every play will be dissected and, and, and make sure that every kid's doing the things that we ask them to do. Physically, did your team come out of this game okay? I believe so. I mean, I think everybody came out well. I know Mikel went out there for a little bit, and it's more precautionary to kind of keep him out because we were, you know, up at that point and just wanted to keep him safe and keep him healthy for next week. So other than that, I think we're pretty good. Coach, congratulations on the win. Thank you. Jack, congratulations on the win. Talked about it with with Coach and a couple of the other players. This is a a week that would have been easy for a lot of kids, a lot of players, to just overlook this game. It didn't seem like anybody took Lincoln lightly at all. Yeah, you know, with our loss last week, I think it kind of um, rescinded our team and, you know, kind of showed that um, even though we, you know, beat Northwest for the first time in a while, that um, with that loss, I think it kind of helped us this week kind of uh, regain our focus and, you know, not take any team lightly. Talk about the offense clicking. Seemed very crisp as an offensive unit in this game. Yeah, um, last week we had, uh, what, five turnovers. Um, I think we had like seven or six or seven sacks. Like we just weren't executing. And, you know, going into this week, we just tried to keep it basic and, um, you know, try to uh, run plays that we were running in fall camp and just trying to make it, you know, as easy as possible for everyone and just executing. And that was kind of the main goal. And I think we did a pretty good job of it tonight. You were able to find some open receivers tonight and always nice when those guys are able to, to make those big catches. Yeah, for sure. You know, you, you, I trust all my guys. Um, you know, we had uh, Bryson, he was a little banged up. And so, you know, uh, Ryan got to get some more reps in there and he made, you know, a really big catch at the end of the half. Um, but, you know, I trust all of them, and they're making people miss, and it's super easy to just, you know, put the ball on them, and then they go run and, you know, get yak yards, and it's pretty easy. You know? This was one of those games, too, where it seemed like the offense was able to call a wide variety of plays, maybe getting a look at some of the plays that you guys have been working on this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were able to run the ball um, pretty well tonight, and I think that just opens up the passing game um, even more. Um, and it just kind of, you know, it seemed like the drives were a lot more fluid than usual. You know, we've, we've been able to drive the ball and we kind of been stalling in the red zone the last couple games. Um, but it just kind of felt like, you know, everything was clicking and, and the O-line was clicking, the running game was clicking. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of just was really fluid out there. It was a hotly contested quarterback battle in the preseason and all three get in tonight. And I imagine there's nobody happier between the three of you than the three of you to have yeah. the success. No, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's awesome to see those guys. Those are, those are my brothers, man. And we we compete, but, you know, we're, we're best friends on and off the field. And, you know, just to see them go out there and make some plays, you know, it it really, you know, warms your heart just because, you know, they went through so much, just the same amount of uh, summer conditioning and um, spring and all that. And to see them actually get out there and make some plays was really, really fun. Obviously a much different opponent this next week. What has to happen over the next seven days in order for Tiger football to take a step forward? You know, we just have to keep, uh, keep focused. Um, you know, we'll, 
hopefully, you know, enjoy this win. And then, you know, come Monday, we'll, we'll learn from, you know, the mistakes that we made. And um, we can't, you know, we got to put two back to back. We haven't been able to do that. We've been one win, one loss, one win, one loss. Um, and so we got to be able to stack wins and, um, you know, keep this thing rolling. Is there something that can be learned from practice this last week that can be applied to this week? Because Coach Brown mentioned it. Uh, we talked with Jackson a little bit ago. He mentioned it that seemed like the week of practice was really good. Yeah, um, I think just, you know, sticking to our basics and kind of going back to, you know, the fall camp. And, you know, whenever you, um, you know, you win a big game like we did um, first Northwest uh, and, you know, the emotions are high and you don't really, you know, we haven't been able to handle that the last few uh, years. But I think after, you know, the loss last week and then the week of practice this week, it just kind of, you know, it's humbling. Um, and you, you always have to stay humble in the MIAA just because every week you never know. Um, and, and I think that um, if we just keep staying humble, keep uh, uh, putting our head down and working, you know, I think um, we're going to be a tough team to beat. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Well, congratulations on the win. First of all, it's uh, we talked about it with Coach uh, Chris Brown a little bit, but being ready to play on the first play of the game, and they try to go deep, and there you are for a, for interception. Take us through that play. Um, we just got into our call, and you never know what's going to happen on the first play. Got got deep, and then ball just ended up in my hands. It's a good way to start the game. Call, uh, Coach talked about that it seemed like the team was locked in, even in pregame warm-ups today. Did it feel different than any other game, or did everybody treat it like another game? It was just another game for us. We had a good week of practice. Um, everybody was locked in. Our saying this week was 0-0, and it's been the same every week. So we're just trying to go 1-0 every single week. When you're playing against a team and the score gets as lopsided as it did, is there any struggle to stay focused as you should throughout a game? It's a little bit difficult at times, but once we start getting other guys in there, it helps out because then you're looking at those guys that are behind you and those younger guys, and they're making plays, and it's awesome to watch. Number one goal of any defense is not to give up any points. I know there's three on the board, but no touchdowns were given up tonight. Yeah, I mean, you always want to shut out. And if we can keep a game low and defense plays a good game, it's always good. This seemed like, and it will seem odd in a 71-3 to game, but it seemed like a very much team victory tonight. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, offense cheers on defense, defense cheers on offense, and that's just kind of how we are this year, you know. You have found yourself more on the on the field more here as of late. Talk about uh, going from the first couple of games where you weren't having as much playing time to now and maybe how your progression has been throughout the first five games. It's nice getting a little bit more playing time. Um, we had Mason Perez, our starting free safety. He was a little bit banged up, so I've been taking some of his reps. But it's been nice to get in there and get a little time. Does it change the way that you prepare throughout the week knowing that you were going to get more time this week? Uh, no, not really. I mean, um, Coach Brown always talks about it's the next man up. So you have to always be prepared. Last week, Mason went down in the middle of the game, and then it was, me and, it was up to me and Trey Hines to step in, so we were both ready. What has to happen for the team to get better this week and get ready for Missouri Southern? Um, we just have to have another good week. Everybody has to get their film in, stay locked in, um, not ride this win, and come Monday, just be ready to go. Congratulations. Thank you.